Hi, everybody. This is a different kind of episode than you normally hear from us, as you might have noticed from the different-looking title in your feed. No, uh, this week we are not talking about an old public-domain black-and-white film with uh, questionable content. Instead, we decided... That's next week. That's, that is, I don't know what next week is in our release schedule, Tom, So, but probably. Honestly, probably. Nah, I just took a shot. Yeah, I mean, really. No, Wait, inst- we're taking shots? <laughs> Instead, I mean... We're doing something a little more loose, a little more fun uh, this week in honor of Labor Day and Labor Day weekend uh, because we thought we would shake it up. We thought it would change things up. We, we realized most people aren't listening to podcasts on Labor Day because they're out with people being social and we don't really have social life. So anyway, we thought we would do something a little... This podcast is normally about the National Film Registry, but that's not the only annual honor that gets given out. In fact, there's another annual honor with i would say as much prestige that gets awarded every year uh, to to explain it um to paraphrase what we normally say every year since 1985 the editors of people magazine have selected one celebrity to declare the sexiest man alive the criteria the man must be culturally historically or aesthetically attractive this week on you're missing out we'll take a look at all of these celebs to try to get to the heart of why they were selected and why they're still sexy this week, we're joined by guests Bella Zadenberg and Carrie Ferrante to talk about People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Bella, Carrie, thank you so much for, for coming on and doing this. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I, it's an honor, truly. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not going to give you guys any thanks. I am not happy you dragged me into this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Tom? Normally, I'd let you keep your too cool persona. But I want to say, when I in the group chat, we were trying to come up with a bonus episode, and I said, I remember a time back in college where Tom and I went down a rabbit hole of people's sexiest men alive, and specifically referenced a certain cover we'll talk about tonight. Should we do this on the podcast? Tom responded with, hell yeah. You may not care. I was probably drunk. No, no, it's because Tom, and when we get there, you know. You have a favorite People Magazine Sexiest Man Alive. Well, listen, you don't even need to give a shit about the People Mag, this whole thing, but there's one, just one cover that just stands out of the pack. It's like, I I don't know, it's like, I'm like even trying to figure out the right comparison. It's like being a fucking Klansman at a Wu-Tang Clan concert. And you're just like, well, this guy's noticeable. Also referencing something, also something college. from college. That was a controversial comic strip that ran in our college newspaper that got banned. That got us fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um, now are we doing this for Labor Day because it's a uh, it's just magazine covers about guys that we want to put us into labor? What was it? That was, good. That was a fun walk, Tom. Uh, now I will say, <laughs> Bella Carey, you guys both said thank you for having us. I do want to say, um. Carrie, that's true for you that I said, hey, would you like to do this? The other person on this call, when I said, I think this is a thing we're doing, uh, slammed their hand on our shared sofa and went, I have to be on that. So (laughs) I have a lot of opinions about aesthetically significant men. Yes. So we are all here. Kyle's here. (laughs) I'm not even going to make the joke. Yeah. Kyle's here. Tom is here. I'm here. Uh, Carrie, who, of course, uh, was on the show this season for A Place in the Sun. Um, Talk about aesthetically Jesus. significant men. There we go. Uh, Jesus Christ, that was this year. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. 
And uh, Bella was recently uh, on for Poor Little Rich Girl. So. Which has no aesthetically significant. Well, it has men. They're not really aesthetically significant. Hey, oh, it has sorry. that little boy that calls people sissies. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't think we can comment on I him. was going to make the joke about Mickey Doolin of the Salmon Alley gang, but I knew Tom would get there first. <laughs> the Salmon Alley gang? So, <laughs> we can't get Carrie. They used Carrie, to call me when I worked at the deli. Carrie, have you seen Mary Pickford's Poor Little Rich Girl? That's a silly question. Most likely not, but. You it sure is familiar good. to me, but I'm not sure if I've seen that exact one. I've definitely seen some of her stuff. So at one point in the film, a little 1917 fat-faced street urchin shows up and goes... A ragamuffin, if you will. And his title card reads, I'm Mickey Doolin of the Salmon Alley Gang, and you're a sissy. And when we sat and watched that, I went, well, that's going to be Tom's favorite character. And when Tom watched it, the first thing he identified to me is... I mean, there's that little kid that calls people a sissy. One-line character. He comes in hot. Well to, be, well, to be fair, I do think the first thing I said was, well, I didn't expect yeah. this movie to descend it's to hell. To the depths of hell. Um, but then, yes, then yeah. I got to Mickey Doolin, because we need more little kids just calling people sissies. Without any further ado, uh, I'm kind of uh, handing the reins over to Bella on this one. Um, we have a little, we're going to be going off of a little slideshow, folks. You can Google the covers if you want. We may put together some video content on the YouTube channel. Um, but it's pretty easy to find these covers if you want to. You may not want you to. You might not want yeah, to. But um, there is one I do need to get a t-shirt of. So without any further <clears throat> ado, uh, Bella, what's the, why don't you go ahead and reveal to us what's the first year we're talking about, the very first cover, and who is our very first sexiest man alive? <laughs> So let's go back to 1985 um, with Mel Gibson as the first uh, People magazine sexiest man alive. Oh, so it goes to Mel. No notes, right? <laughs> I, 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 I before, before you ask, I do know who that Great. is. Okay, good. Like, yeah, good. I do. Good. I do. Unfortunately, you look I do. Kyle, do you know him? No, 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 I do not. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, Kyle. No, Kyle. Not in real life or as the martyr he plays, saying, okay? Kyle, Don't even put me in he that He doesn't box. play the martyr. He directs the martyr. Well, no, Tom, he also <laughs> plays the martyr. He was in Braveheart. Oh, yeah, he was William Wallace, yeah. yeah. yeah but he's not right. the martyr. He's a martyr. Yeah. It's... We're talking about the martyr, you know, Jimmy C. Jimmy Caviz. Jimmy C. James Cagney? <laughs> Jimmy Caves, you know. <laughs> I'm now just picturing James Cagney in The Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just imagining James Cagney getting struck by lightning three times and no one thinking, hmm, this might be bad for this guy's health. Oh, he turned out fine. He's all yeah, good. It's not like his brains are made everything's, out of scrambled eggs. Everything's, oh, Jimmy C as in Jim Caviezel. I, for a minute, I thought you were referring to Jesus Christ as Jimmy C. As though you thought Jimmy was a nickname for Jesus. Why would I, wait, why would I call, wait, he wasn't? No. No. James Caviezel. Yes. Uh, if I'm going to reference Jesus as anything, it's that, that boy Jesus from the corner. Okay, so Mel Gibson was the very first sexiest man alive. For the record, uh, on the perfect. cover, on the cover, the other things on the cover, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. It's just a baby. Wait, hang on. So <laughs> the secondary a... story is Meredith Baxter Bernie's family ties. But then the other things in the Mel Gibson sexiest man alive issue are <laughs> a chat with the president. And oh, then right underneath that, Gumby's back. Is that a threat? Do you think? 
Don't be sad. We will jump scare. Like Michael. It's, it's more like a. It's more like a follow up after a string of murders in New York That's... City. It's like we figured it out. Gumby's back. That's my. <laughs> that is Michael. Be Michael. Be proud that between everybody else on that cover, Gumby is the only other name that I recognize. <laughs> See, I have no idea who Gumby is. <laughs> I don't know who Meredith Baxter Bernie is. So wait, can we address the fact that it says a chat with the president? Gumby's back. I want to believe they're connected. I want to believe that's what they chatted with the president well, about. We, well, well, we know well, what his like brain was like in 85. The president had a fireside talk, a Gumby's back, and the threat is on. My fellow Americans, I am deep... I'm being hunted by a claymation green folks, man. Folks, I would love, I would love nothing more than to talk to you about what we're doing in Nicaragua, but there's a more pressing issue. Gumby is back. It is unclear. <laughs> yes, and he is terrorizing the Puerto Rican community we are... in... The Upper East Side. We are not clear. We are not clear on whether Pokey is with him. We are not clear on whether the blockheads can contain him. But what we do know is Gumby is back. Um, Lock your doors. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm not going to take us off on a tangent already, but I think I have to. I wouldn't doubt it because of, I wouldn't doubt it because of something Bella and I watched last night. Oh no. Um, one year for Christmas at the White House. They gathered a bunch of kids for like Christmas cookies. They had somebody as Santa, and they also brought out two special guests: Nancy Reagan, then First Lady, and Alf. And it's an incredible yeah. clip wow. because Nancy does not know what the fuck Alf is, and the minute Alf figures that out, he starts doing like double entendre body jokes. So Nancy yeah. has no idea what's going on, right? And he's just sitting there, and he, and you know. So Nancy's clueless, and there's this puppet she's trying to talk to, and she's just like, I love your hair. Oh, thanks! It's how we wear it on Melmac, my planet! And Nancy's just, okay. <laughs> then a kid in the audience gets to ask Alf a question, and he goes, have you eaten Lucky the cat? And Nancy's face says, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? She doesn't talk, but she's like, a, a cat? And Alf responds with, you know, since I have gotten, since I've gotten to Earth, I have not gotten to eat any cats. They're all married. What? <laughs> <laughs> you think well, she would have been more into him kind of... if he was if he was into eating chicken like she is? You're trying to do a you're trying to do a Nancy Reagan oral sex joke, Tom, and you gave up on that walk halfway through. Yeah. You just gave up on the bit. Because she's the throat goat. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Nance, so confused by Alf. It's incredible. Um, you think she would have been used to being around a guy who was puppeted by other people? I'm just happy that I'm just happy that we're on mic and we're in separate rooms, so Bella can't physically strike me as she was doing yesterday. Anytime I did an Alf impression, she apparently finds it's his voice very unpleasant. Uncanny. It's I got a headache from you doing that because you kept doing it for hours and hours and even the cat didn't like it. It was just miserable. Willie! Well, I, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's very traumatic for the cat. It's traumatic to me. I'm glad we're not talking about the uh, the cover issue of this episode. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's okay. go back Hang to on. the cover. Right, let's right. go back to the cover. So it was... There's no reason we'd be uh, evading that no, topic at all. Look, 1985, Mel Gibson gets the cover three years before Alf takes to the air. Right? This is... What? Yeah, let's let's put everything on a timeline pre-Alf and post-Alf. Correct. Correct. EA and uh, fittingly for Mel, AA. I mean, listen, Alf. At, Mel and Alf had similar issues. I remember when TMZ leaked the audio 
of Alf yelling, I'm going to bury you in the Rose Garden. <laughs> it's the only right, thing he um... says in that call that I can actually quote. <laughs> so Mel had a lot of problems. Yeah. Mel had a, a ton of issues uh, later. But what I think is interesting is, Tom, as you pointed out, this is 85, Before. so it's a pre-lethal weapon, right? So I think this is the year of Beyond Thunderdome. Right, it's out of eighty four, eighty five. So this yeah. is kind of like um, they're bringing Mel- um, Mad Max to Hollywood. George Miller just did stuff with Spielberg on the Twilight Zone movie, and this is like a big kind of you know like to do bringing George to America. And um, yeah, I mean you know you had the Tina Turner song yeah. and all of that nonsense. And it's before so. he got like oversaturated, right? It's before like way before he got uh-huh. oversaturated. Well, that too, also, but yeah, also like you know. The- well, no, I mean. It's pre- I mean, he, he is oversaturated with alcohol at this point. I mean, um, that's that was his uh, audition for Mad Max. He dropped a friend off, and he looked like dog shit because he was in jail the night before being drunk in a fight at a bar. And George Mills was like, hey, you look like a guy who would, you know, be in an apocalypse, so but you want to be Mad Max? But let's just say, and I we can keep this recurring as we move forward, uh, and I hate to be the one to snap, but the future aside, 1985 Mel Gibson, deserving of Sexiest Man Alive or not? And if not, who are we slotting in there? You know? I will say, just based off this cover photo, like, and, and my general knowledge of of him in that time period, um, I, he is beautiful. I mean, I think he, a lot of ladies liked him in Lethal Weapon, but I wasn't, I'm not a mullet gal. Um, not a great look for him and i think this is i don't know it's a pretty good iteration of him i guess and he he was he was a a sex symbol for quite a long time before he fell off um so i i I mean he looks he looks great (laughs) he looks great context aside for me i mean he's kind of hot he's like a seven He's a seven. Get no, the fuck like, out of here. No. I, I mean, the eyes, are, the eyes are good. I like his eyes. They're staring into my soul, maybe because I'm Jewish. Um, well, yeah, he, well, he wouldn't but, be staring into your soul because he doesn't think you have one. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't know. He's not, he's not doing it for me. I think, like, obviously every single man on this list is objectively attractive. Well, this is purely my own... Okay, most of them are objectively attractive. There are different flavors. Yeah, there are different flavors. Um, and this is not my flavor. This is like oatmeal, and I want steak. Kyle, Tom, do you have any thoughts? Wait, wait, wait. you want you want oatmeal, and this is steak, or what? No. What did you just say? No, the other, the other way. She around. said he's oatmeal, and she wants steak. He's oatmeal. Listen, if there's anything you can say about Mel Gibson, it's <laughs> is that he's not boring and tasteless. Not... Well, he is tasteless, okay, yeah. uh, but he's not boring. He's very tasteless. Look, look, we can all agree he was at peak sexiness and chicken run. That's the one thing we can all agree on. Well, Nancy Reagan would too. <laughs> I'm judging purely based on this photo and this photo alone. Context aside. I think his okay. particular flavor is very masculine and maybe kind of imperfect in a not like completely smoothed out pretty boy sort of way. Like he has a couple of like 
lines on his forehead and like you know his brows kind of bushy and furrowed and things like that so he's you know he's like much more masculine than some other sort of heartthrobs and that is one of the flavors i guess and he is serving that flavor here i think i think my problem is his hair he needs to wash it Mm. um and i i I can't do greasy hair i'm sorry kyle do you have uh what what do you think on on Mel Gibson? I'm just glad Gumby's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Puerto Ricans in New York, and so let's. So uh, I guess that's that's it on Mel. Thankfully, I do believe there's not a lot of controversy with the next one. So oh, good. Okay, uh, Bella, say, do you want that was that was quite the quite the first hurdle. Do you want to do you want to so. take the reins? 1986, sexiest man alive is. Mark Harmon from Saint Elsewhere. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Yeah, he looks like a dad. He, which I guess is high. NCIS. He's he's currently doing. He's currently on NCIS, or he was on NCIS for a good long while. Uh, we're not we're we're old, but we're not old enough yet was, to know about the the viewing schedule of NCIS. It might be off. It might not. We don't know. You get Bella that in the and mail, Mike. You got to pump out some kids and, and soon enough, and then Mike will achieve well, the next semblance. I mean, I will say this. I will say this about Mark Harmon. Um, I remember he was he on. He looks the, like he's trying to sell me insurance that doesn't exist. He was on right. He was on Saint Elsewhere. He was on The West Wing. I also did not realize he was like a peak college football player. Like he apparently, like if you go on Wikipedia for Mark Harmon, instead of listing like his acting awards, they're just like, well, he was number seven quarterback for the UCLA Bruins. His major was communication. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically, all that's telling me is he played. He didn't play football against black people. Uh, well, Mark Harmon. Let's see. So this is nineteen eighty six. So this is a big time for Mark Harmon, uh, because the next year Mark Harmon has summer school. So this might have been like the push of like, can we make Mark Harmon a thing? It's just, fu- it, it's just funny too because like, if there's anybody on Saint Elsewhere, like, yeah, I've seen Summer School. It's a good dog. Good dog. Dog wears sunglasses because it's Summer School. It's not like regular school. No, it's not. It's really not. It's a wild time. Um, the youth today would not be able to handle it. Um. But Denzel was on Saint Elsewhere. He gets, you know, it's funny that like he gets his due in time. But I mean, in time. But it's just funny that like, oh, we're gonna push Mark Harmon. Hmm. Do I want to kind of paraphrase Bella? Do I want the the juicy steak that is Denzel, or do I want some leftover mayonnaise? (laughs) To me, kind of the oatmeal version of Mel Gibson visually here. He's got the same kind of haircut. It's not greased back. Or, he he uh, looks like if they were doing off mice and men, he would be Lenny, and Bruce would be, and Mel Gibson would have to put him down at the end. I, I also want to acknowledge, like, this is before <laughs> this really mattered. People like because now, like, Sexiest Man Alive, like the covers are all about sexiness, right? They're all about like you ladies, you want to pick this up because there's a sexy man on here, and this cover is like two things to talk about. How hot is that guy on St. Elsewhere? And also, Donna Reed's dead. Yes. The old, it was a wonderful the, life. This cover is Donna Reed. It was a wonderful life. And I was I had to look it up. Like, this is how I find out? <laughs> I, had to, I had to look it up because I was like, I'm not sure which is sadder. 
if it's a eulogy, like if she had already died, which she had, um, if it's a eulogy, or if it's just like, hey, we got an old celebrity to reflect on their life before they die. And she has a memoir out or right? something. It was a wonderful life. Right, yeah. That's fucking... It was. Now this fucking bitch is dead. Get wet from Mark Harmon. <laughs> See, Mark Harmon, to me, looks like if I was, like, 16 and a babysitter, and this was, like, the dad of the kid I was babysitting, I think it was a hot dad. But he, now as someone that isn't that age, I'm like, he, he, he looks like other people. I don't know. He just looks average. Looks, I'm sorry, Mark like, Harmon. He looks like if you were a babysitter and that was like the last thing you saw before Bundy killed you. Well, yeah, because he did play Ted Bundy. So Wait, he did he did. really? He did? Yeah, he, per- wow. he portrayed I a guy who's that. literally so average he was able to sort of blend into multiple places. So that's his... That's his face. So is that he resembles that? That put to, that puts this in an interesting context. In a way, is was Mark Harmon in 1986 kind of like what an Evan Peters is now in terms of like they have a following of people who are like oh they're so hot but it's like I mean they're a TV star that like you guys seem to like you got to would there have been Mark Harmon Tumblr fans is what I'm asking. Well, Evan Peters has the weirdness going. Like he's got the mm. goth girls on lock. That's true. So I think that's a different flavor too. It's like he's a little weird boy. Mm, yeah. All right. So do you we know? have a like a do we have a Mark? Har- oh wait, no. Actually, I take that back. Like ten years ago, like Patrick Dempsey is in the Mark Harmon lane, right? Absolutely. Like that's like he's hot, but he's hot for TV. Not necessarily going to break into movies. You know, quite the same. I I disagree on Patrick Dempsey. I think Patrick Dempsey is very very attractive outside of. But know, I'm talking about TV just like the specificity of the lane of like you know part of the appeal is like he's on your TV every week. He's a sexy doctor, right? That was Mark Harmon before he was with like a, you know, a Noah Wiley from ER. Yeah, yeah. What if what if what if a doctor fucked? <laughs> is he like attainable hot for ladies? Yes, yes, that. that's exactly it. He's like the wonder bread of hot men. So yeah, with a little bit of mayonnaise spread out on it. So going around, (laughs) uh, and again, well, this time you know what? We'll switch it up. This time we'll start. Carrie, nineteen eighty six. Mark Harmon. Did they get it right? Was that a good call? Does he deserve it? Let me let me let me see. Like famous. I want to see what else was cooking then in nineteen eighty six. Well, Alf wasn't yet on the air, so if that helps. It does. Good. It always does. I am I am going to slap you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, highest grossing stars of 1986. We got Gutenberg in there. So maybe maybe yeah, it's not a yeah. hot time. Maybe it's not a hot time. No. The Nothing against the goot. Hang on, hang on. But here's the question. What year does Cheers start? 82. Okay, so then in that case, I'm sorry, you've got dancing sitting right there. You also got Woody. Woody's you on the show. You got Tom Cruise. You got a young Tom Cruise at the time. Yeah. You got the entire cast of The Outsiders. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So you go, I'm just, I'm, I, I would go dancing in 86. I guess. Oh. If we're going like just TV actors, like, I, you got to go dancing to me. Well, especially because dancing's whole character was, hey, this guy, he can't stop fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's literally his character. Oh man, what's he gonna get his dick into this week? I mean, really, oh, anybody, boy. anybody from Cheers. I would even put Norm on there. That's fine. Are you kidding me, Norm? Listen, I'm gonna tell you something right now. 
Nobody eats pussy better than Norm. I am. That's just a fact. Is Norm the elf of cheers? (laughs) He does. Yeah, they both both love to eat some pussy, yeah. Cliff, tell me about the male. (laughs) M-A-L-E. I don't want to go home to my wife. (laughs) I'm a functional alcoholic. Yeah, I feel like this is not a strong showing for year two. Yeah, this feels a little like you a want to pump it up from Mel from year but one. You don't I was going to say, but I guess down. in hindsight, I, it's it's the best cover by default. But like, I guess, I guess, yeah, time wise, I would agree. In hindsight, it's the best cover by default. Yeah, because we've only covered the two, and one of them it's is not... Mel Gibson. So I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're. I'm sorry. Are you about to be? Fuck. Are you about to be a pro Mel Gibson? Would, no, uh, we live in a world where where we we live in a world where women marry mass murderers who are currently serving time in prison. If we're talking just strictly hotness, you could still say Mel's a hot and, boy. And, he's a, he's he's a sexy man. And Tom's right. And he's from Australia. That's why it was very unfortunate the year they gave Charles Manson the cover. That was very <laughs> jarring for everybody. Hey, hey, listen. So I'm looking. I'm looking ahead at some of the I mean, shit listen, they're, had, they're picking. Hey, Manson, I'm the sneakiest don't... man alive. I'm sneaky. I'm sneaking around. <laughs> Do, doing a little creepy crawlies in your panties. I'm slithering around. You can't find me. You can't catch me. I'm a snake. No, Charles, it's sexiest. I, I, my only hope for the remainder of this episode is that Carrie and I keep going back to the respective Alf and Charles Manson snake man wells. Yeah, That's just you know, they're endless. Listen. So, Bella, if you were to give Mark Harmon a rating on your scale, you you gave Mel seven. What would what would Mark Harmon? Or get? more importantly, see, would you compare him to a food? See, I think. Well, I did. I called him Wonder yeah. Bread. Um, I kind of get the Mark Harmon thing, not because I necessarily find him attractive, um, but because Mel in last year's cover or the previous year's cover, as I don't know, he looks kind of edgy and like he'll really rough you up and mark Harmon just looks like hot dad um and you know sometimes you want to fuck hot dad comforting so, hot. it's comforting hot dad you feel like he's going to take care of you so maybe that's what people wanted and he clearly like he's that's surprised they took a picture of him well that happens maybe? a bunch of times you'll well, get yeah, there I mean... <laughs> we're all waiting for it all right where are we? Uh, well, I guess I, I already covered, but Kyle, Tom, did they did they get it right in '86? The answer is no. no. Okay, no. Bella, George went. Take us, <laughs> take us into '87. 1987, sexiest man alive, L.A. Laws, Harry Hamlin. Oh my God, it's Harry Hamlin! You know what? I'm putting my foot down here. I'm going to speak first. Correct. Correct. No. Here's the thing about Harry Hamlin. I'm going to make my case right now. The incredible thing about Harry Hamlin, you know, sometimes we talk about musicians who reinvent themselves as musical artists. Harry Hamlin has three times over been three different versions of attractive guy. There's L.A. Law Harry Hamlin. And then you watch decades later, Veronica Mars, and you're like, that looks like a different attractive man. And then you go ahead to Mad Men where he shows up. And now he's like, I'm sexy elder statesman, Harry Hamlin. You're like, oh, okay. Harry Hamlin. It's funny you say that because it's very impressive that a man that doesn't exist did all of that. What do you mean? You watched Mad Men. 
I don't. I didn't. I'm you. I think you're lying to me that he was on that show. He showed. He had. He had glasses. He was there. Oh, that narrows it down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mad Men, notoriously not filled with men wearing glasses. Okay, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you tomorrow. I swear to God. Just of note, the other stories. Dies new nanny. I'm assuming in reference to Princess Diana. Uh, by the way, on that note, as we record this, uh, Muhammad Al Fayed has died. Uh, I just got that notification on my phone. So apparently, really? yeah. I don't know. I just got that notification. He was like great. He was like 90, but there's still going to be conspiracy theories. Uh, they also note the real Hoosiers and Sugar Ray's return. So that's what was on people's minds in 1987. Um, open. Harry Hamlin looks like Matt Damon's puppet from Team America. <laughs> his eyes are dead. I don't really love his face. There's just something about the composition of his face that's just too much for me. It's like if you asked an AI to draw a hot man. He's so hot that he's ugly. There's like, just something off about him. He's uncanny. He looks like a caricature. Yeah, he's yeah, he like looks a like a caricature. Yeah, he's he's fake. He wasn't on Mad Men. Fuck you. He Mike. was on Mad Men. I just no, googled no, if he was. Day. No, he what was. are we talking about? Stop gaslighting. He had Clash me. of the Titans too. Don't forget. He's the no, lead. That was a Harry housing creature. <laughs> Wait, he ran a hippie brothel. Harry Hamlin creature. Hey Wait. Tom, not only was he on Mad Men, I just looked this up, he won an Emmy for it. No, he didn't. He did. I don't know I'm what to tell it. you. He's married to Lisa Rinna. You Rinna. can tell me the truth. You can tell me the he truth. Par- I, yes, he, is, he, he was, he, from 79 to 83, he was dating Ursula Andress, and now he's married to Lisa Rinna. Well, some of the other options that there could have been, like that year that might have been appropriate, we've got Kevin Costner. Patrick Swayze, Dennis Quaid, Tom Cruise again. There are some hot men available. Hold on, let me see here. But how, many of them, but how many of them were kicked out of Berkeley for running a house of ill repute? He run a, ran a brothel? Apparently, according to this interview with GQ. He has to know that Ronald Reagan was governor at the time. So. Wait. Who, who, what does Ronald Reagan have to do with this? <laughs> I don't know. Who said Ronald Reagan was what? Well, they were having a chat with him, and then Gumby showed up, and you know, Ronald went to Wait, pick Gumby's up his back? wife from work. <laughs> Wait, Reagan proclaimed that Berkeley was a hotbed of sexual deviance and drug users. So, okay, that makes sense. Oh, okay. So Reagan condemned. So Ronald Reagan condemned Mark Harmon's Berkeley brothel. Apparently. No, Harry Hamlin. Harry, Harry Hamlin. Hamlin. Sorry. Did I say Mark Harmon? Don't put that on Mark <laughs> Harmon. No, Mark, Mark, Mark Harmon works as a bag boy at a, <laughs> at a supermarket. All right. No, I just looked at photos. manager, Tom. Let's give him his flowers. Hey, 1987. One at Eddie Murphy. Wow. Beverly Hills Cop 2's out this year. He's on a hot streak. Instead of this fucking crash test dummy. <laughs> Had oh he God. done party all the time by then? Um, did he? I don't. I don't. That feels like a post Beverly Hills Cop two thing where the coke is just completely taken over. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up now. Well, that's 1985. So. Yeah, so he already had Ooh. party. That out, al- by the way, just want to put it on the record. That's a good album. 
There's more tracks in that album than just Party All the Time. It's pretty good. So, going around, let's start with Carrie. 1987, Harry Hamlin. Did they get it right? Doesn't do it for me, and I think there were better options at the time. Bella? No, he kind of looks like a foot. Kyle? I'm going to say, nah, the weakest of the candidates we've seen so far. Tom? No. All right. Now I'm just excited. Bella, take us into the next slide. I'm just looking forward to not having to deal with any crass comments from Tom, any dark jokes that Kyle has to edit out. I can't imagine there's any fodder for that. Where are we going next, Bella? Oh. I just saw. Yeah, Kate Hepburn. 1988. uh, Sexiest Man Alive, John F. Kennedy Jr. That's way too much hair. I gotta be honest, that's too much hair. I agree. That's... He looks like something the family. He looks like something the youths would be into now. Eh. His hair is like the same size of his head. I don't like. I don't like that. No, I think no he's definitely you. more handsome by the '90s when he's kind of not doing that whole big bouffant thing. So we should note the other person on the. There's only two people on the cover. It's JFK Jr., sexiest man alive, 1988, and also Kate Hepburn, Memories of a Maverick Girlhood. Which when you put Did she die too? Well, I was gonna say when you put them together though, I'm like JF John F. Kennedy Jr., sexiest man alive, Kate Hepburn, memories of a maverick girlhood. It the way it's laid out seems to imply that they're connected. That that I wonder Kate Hepburn's memories of a maverick girlhood with sexiest man alive, John F. Kennedy Jr., which is a weird choice. I wonder if there's a relationship between having older women on the cover alongside quote unquote hot men. This well, is probably the second time it, we're seeing it. Uh, yeah, like it's like moms and older women that are buying these kinds. So that's why they're picking these sort of at times non-threatening TV stars, comforting dad hot guys, at least to start with. And then, you know, these are movie stars that they've grown up with. So maybe they'd be interested in reading that, too. I think that's an excellent point. Both you, Bella, I will admit for a second when you slowly started going. I wonder if there's any relation between, I really thought you were about to go, any relation between John F. Kennedy Jr. and President John F. Kennedy. I wonder if they're connected in any way. Cousins, perhaps? Who can say? His mom was just a big fan. Yeah, (laughs) just named him. It's like how there's that fucking baseball player named Grover Cleveland something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember his last name, but there was a baseball player whose name is like just Grover Cleveland because his parents were just big fans of President Cleveland. It's possible. Was that you, Mike? No, I don't care for Grover. You know I'm a Martin Van Buren man. Um, and you know he's going to name his first child Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, JFK Jr. Like, obviously, it's it's... This one feels tough to talk about if just because I think now in the popular culture, JFK Jr. is solely marked by the tragedy that befell him, the plane crash, you know, and and part of that, you know, so-called Kennedy curse, that I think it's kind of hard to quantify him with, like, what he was in the late 80s or, or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like... It's just, it's just odd. It's one of those things that, like, to me, it kind of sticks out in the same way that, like, when you're watching Four Weddings and a Funeral, 
and one of the women ends up marrying Prince Charles. And you're like, well, that feels weird now. I'm not sure what that was about, but uh, I don't really have much else. Anybody else have any thoughts on JFK Jr.? This feels like a weird one to even uh, touch on. It's it's weird because I just like I know who he is just because of I was we were young when the tragedy hit. But like, I don't even really have a context of why he was famous yeah. other than being his father's son. Like, I don't even know, like, why did anyone really care about him? Like, I didn't I don't know. Was he a politician? Was he just like. He was very famous in, like, a kind of male socialite sort of sense. Like, he did date Daryl Hannah for a long time. He was in the cultural zeitgeist. No, but it's like, Um, that's what I mean. Like, I don't even know. Like, I never even had the context of why. Because once, we were young when he died. So after that, it's not like I ever had any reason to, like, figure out why he was popular. It was just like, oh, that was a thing that happened when I was a kid. It's the Kennedy curse um so i don't it's just yeah i don't know it's just weird i mean it's better than the last two i guess well it does because it doesn't feel like payola from the studio being like hey promote our tv show it does feel like they're shooting a little bit higher what is what food is he bella what food is he don't curse at me (laughs) all right it's like a puff pastry with cream in it I don't know. That's kind of what it looks. He, he looks pretentious. It did just occur to me that we have several more decades to go through, so we might have to speed round a little more. Um, so, all right, we're not speed rounding the next. I one. was gonna say, Bella. Anyway, nineteen eighty nine. Hell yeah! sexiest man alive is <laughs> older, better, balder, and better. Sean Connery. Hey, nice. Here's, Look at that man. So this cover is. One of the most deranged things, because this is the first time that they are breaking it down by, like, category, where they have Sexiest Men Alive and also categories. Um, Tom, I want you, I want you to be the one to read to our listeners the other three men singled out on the cover. So Sean Connery, Sexiest Men Alive, as Bella said, older, balder, better. Here's one leading man who doesn't need to fake it. Plus, for the first time, our look at 10 other contenders. Tom. Who are the three contenders spotlighted on this cover? All right. Well, obviously we got sexiest hunk. You know, that's not a, you know, saying the same thing twice. Um, <laughs> uh, Ken Wall, you know, everybody, everybody's favorite actor, Ken Wall. Yeah, totally. We love that guy. Isn't he just like about to win an Oscar for, you know, some A24 movie? Yeah. Ken Wall. Awesome. Great. Love it. Uh, sexiest athlete, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Wow. They they figured out black people existed. Look at them, um, and oh, I mean, I mean, look look at that smile. <laughs> that is a smile of a man. man. That is a man who is that very gracious. That is a man who is looking at you with just such grace in his eyes, saying, "We're gonna have a good time right now." Sexiest big guy, John Goodman. I mean, he should just be running the table even now like it should just be sexiest man alive after john goodman <laughs> i i want to take a second before we get into connery and there's a lot to talk about with connery but just so you mentioned ken wall tom you read him off does anybody here know why ken wall stopped acting i don't even know why he started acting let's not be, hang on know who it let's is. not be cruel is. he he was I've never heard of on him. the cbs television crime drama wise guy Wise guy. His act, I'm going to read just from Wikipedia verbatim. 
and I, I, I don't even want us to react, really. I just want us to have this information in the air. Wall's acting career was derailed by a broken neck. He initially said that in 1992 he had endured another motorcycle crash, but later said he had fallen down a flight of stairs at the home of comedian Rodney Dangerfield's girlfriend and eventual wife, Joan Child. Quote, we were dating casually. I stayed over at her house one night, fell down these stairs, and she begged me not to say it in the press, he said in 2004. So his acting career ended because he was having a fling with Rodney Dangerfield's girlfriend, later wife, and he fell downstairs. So Rodney Dangerfield threw him down a flight of stairs. Yeah, because why would it matter where he fell down the stairs? He got thrown down the stairs. Rodney Dangerfield. He finally had enough of the disrespect. Hey, you're not going to get laid. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. I regret that instantly. A man broke his neck. Uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> broke that bed, baby. Sean Connery selected as sexiest man alive in 1989. So this is. All right. We finally got an undisputed champion. <laughs> It yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm going giving, with Tom on this one, too. Yeah. No, no. Like giving someone something for a lifetime achievement. Which is pretty much what Sean Connery was doing in 89, right? We get, he gets, well, his Untouchables Oscar is when? What is that, 88? Yeah, something like that. He's got Last Crusade. I think it's 87. Last Crusade is 89, right? Yeah, 80, yeah. Last, Last Crusade is 89. And he's yeah. just, and like, this is like kind of the second wind for Connery, but also like, the beginning of the end like obviously in like a decade he's going to be doing like entrapment and then by 2003 he's just retired um so this is a lifetime achievement award this is he's not necessarily currently at his sexiest but he's been doing sexy for a while and we're we're giving him the honorary oscar for it i mean look at that mustache that's 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 the mustache of a man who knows who knows what he's doing downtown I was going to say, his, his food is oysters, for sure. The way he treats women, I don't think he would go downtown. I mean, I'm just going... I mean, he's got to go downtown anyway. It's not like he's taking a direct flight, but he's he's got to get there anyway. Huh. With his dick. Right. Not his mouth. I think, I think, he, I think he seems like a very direct kind of guy. I don't think he's yeah. Yeah, going obviously. around... I mean, that eyebrow raise is very suggestive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will say this for, for Connery, and in terms of, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily sit down and say, I'm not going to say he was the sexy man or anything like that, but I will say, like, it takes a particular kind of actor at that age. You have to be a certain level of attractive to be able to sell what they sell in Last Crusade, which is the implication that he is also sleeping with the hot woman that Harrison Ford is sleeping with in that movie. And he's the father of someone as hot as yes, Harrison Ford. Yes, also true. Also which, true. another person that should have been Sexiest Man Alive by this We're point. getting there. Spoilers. He does eventually get but Yeah, but this is the For key. a firewall. <laughs> Cellular. So, Cellular era Harrison Ford. How? Can't stop those panties Is from dropping. Is that earring era? Because that's a whole another yeah. candy. Oh, yeah, that's one. the Callista earring. How Hollywood homicide. What What a picture. Extraordinary Him measures. And Josh Hartnett. Um, so, yeah. Sean, Sean Connery, Sexiest Man Alive. Again, this is a, kind of a weird time, but, but uh, any more thoughts on Connery, Sexiest Man Alive? 
Just look at his alcohol riddled face. Oh, also, um, Alf was out by this point. I didn't get a chance to, to specify that. He was out. But... And wasn't? You... Oh, no. well, he wasn't a man, so he can't. He's no. not eligible. If I had to pick someone from this cover, I would pick John Goodman. Hell yeah. I mean, if I had to pick from the cover, I'm picking Michael Jordan, but that's just, you know. I'm sticking with Connery. Connery's hot. Kyle, who do you I pick? I do find him the most attractive at this period. I think the stereotype is that he was the most attractive as James Bond, but yeah, he, he does do older guy very well. Grandpa hot, if you will. I'd, I'd probably pick Jordan, but would write Alf as my writing candidate. Do you find me attractive, Kyle? I'm going to hear that in my nightmares tonight. Really? No, not... We live together. Yeah. Drinking. All right. So listen, we've gotten the Bella food rating, and that's what's most speed, important to me. Speed rat. Oh, did we? What what food did we give Sean Connery? Bella? Oysters. Oysters. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. some something about that bothers me immensely. I don't know why. Oh, that's upsetting. I don't know why. I mean, I can see James Bond eating oysters. Not, I can I also see Sean Connery eating. Oysters. Oh, here's the thing. It's the fact that for some reason, I can get what you're saying with oysters, but I'm also just like. For some reason, it's like the hard and wrinkly texture of the shell and like the goopiness of an oyster. And then I'm looking at old man Sean Connery. You Connor got it. You got uh, it. What is uh, what is wrong with you? All right. Uh, okay. Real quick speed round. Carrie, did they get it right? Connery. Um, I don't think for the year, no. But as like a lifetime achievement, good on being sexy for a long time. Yes. Bella, yes or no? Connery, they get it right. Absolutely. Kyle. Hell yeah. Tom. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, take us into the next year, Bella. Take us into the 90s. Look 1990. At <laughs> well, funny you say that. With a killer grin and eyes to sigh for, he's Hollywood's sure thing. The star who can make a hit by just showing up. Sexiest man alive, 1990? Tom Cruise. And they specify... These are his days of thunder. Yeah, they specify days of thunder. Uh, other stories. Oh, Jesus, fuck! You gotta call out the other <laughs> Holy shit! So sexy again. <laughs> we were just talking about like nowadays. They're like, well, oh, let's lot. keep it sexy. The other stories on the cover of Sexiest Man Alive: the Gov and the world's richest, one point six million a week, soon to be X, and abortion. Should girls have to tell their parents? Jump scare. I. Um, that is the most 1990 take on a political issue. Like, on the one hand, like, that summarizes 1990 because on the one hand, you're like, man, that's a weirdly, like, reductive, like, should girls have to tell their parents? But also, like, you do sit back and go, oh, in 1990, the discussion was, I mean, listen, you know, obviously we're all cool with it happening. Like, nobody's like, but, like, should girls have to tell their parents? You're like, on the, the weirdly, both sides of this, like, more and less reductive than what we're dealing with now. While um, you're pretending that Tom Cruise has your ankles behind your head, think about the entire time you're gonna have to tell should, your parents he dumped should, a load into Yeah, you. should girls have to get in a book? Jesus Christ. So Tom it's Cruise... Tom Cruise, 1990 Tom Cruise. So this is, this is post-Top Gun, this is post-Rain Man, this is post, you know... Uh, risky business. This is this is him starting like kind of really like 
the hot streak is going at this point. I mean, this is the point where he's, he's undeniable, right? Born on the 4th of July undeniable. was last year, and everybody thought he was getting the Oscar for that. Well, because, you, like, you think of the run he went on with shit like The Color of Money, Rain Man you mentioned, yeah. Born on the 4th of July, all this stuff. He's do, He's got Days of Thunder. He, and then you look at what's about to come forward. Even if you think, like, Days of Thunder is, like, a flop for him, even though he made a shit ton of money, like, oh, it's a bad movie, meh then you look at the shit he's about to start doing it's i mean it's an insane sort of like crest kind of in the middle of this insane run for him it's better than top gun though i think they did get it right um for the year it's just this picture doesn't really no that's an awful make the case I've, i've never seen him with his hair so weird i and he's he's not necessarily my flavor but i mean as a symbol of sexy men at the time, I think they did nail it with this one. No. <laughs> what food is he? Stale bread. Jesus. Uh, you can't do bread again. Okay, fine. Stale croissant. I think I think the important thing is it's Tom Cruise here, and, and why he has that appeal is I think a lot of people, a lot of women in America at the time wanted a man who cares, and as we all know, Tom cares so very, very, very much. Hey, he loves women so hard he can make them disappear. <laughs> oh God, this is a I like this is kind of the weird thing. It's like I guess there is a thing of with this we're almost going through like how many sexiest man alive covens cover stars have also gotten covens. canceled. I mean, uh, obviously, where's the coven? Obvi- where's the coven? Obviously, Gibson. Uh, Sean Connery uh, had his uh, infamous comments. Uh, Tom certainly has had his moments. Like, how many of these people are we going to come across here where it's like, oh, oh, they did things now. I mean, but no, I mean, there was there's no art. It was going to be Tom Cruise at some point. Like Carrie has already referenced every year we've gone through this. She's like, oh, what about Tom? What about Tom Cruise? What about Tom? He's Cruise? not my thing, but he was the thing. Yeah, and he was like, it makes sense. It took from like four years or three years pre-Alf all the way to the final season of Alf for them to pick Tom Cruise for Sexiest Man Alive. That's a really good context sort of frame yeah. of that. It was, well, look, it was an uncertain time, you know? I mean, Alf was surrounded by all of those government agents. And they said they were going to experiment on him, and they Take canceled him. the show. And then they took him to where Shelly Miscavige is. Uh, so Tom Cruise, quick, quick, I guess, weirdly, you would, I would have thought Tom Cruise would have been the ones that, like, everybody had stuff, and, like, everybody just seems kind of like, eh, it's, it's, yeah, it's okay, fine. So, going around, speed round, Carrie, we'll start, or Belle, actually, we'll start with you, because I know your answer now, but did they get it right on Tom Cruise? He looks like a Chad, so no. Carrie. Yes, but it's not for me. Kyle. Probably objectively in that time, but no, never for me. Tom. Yeah, why not? All right, Bella, take us into 1991. 1991, whether surfer, ghost, or dirty dancer, Patrick Swayze, sexiest man alive. Yeah! So the other people on cover, Luke Perry also makes the cover. Uh, he it says Luke Mania Mall Madness in Florida. That sounds very frightening. <laughs> and then, hey, look in my eyes. What do you see? Where is Luke Perry? <laughs> so Tom is referencing Carrie. I don't know if you know one quick diatribe. So uh, obviously you're familiar with Luke Perry. 
Do you know Luke Perry has a son? Uh, not specifically, but it makes sense. He has a son. His name is. <laughs> it, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, at some son. at some point, Luke Perry did have the sex. So, mm-hmm. and that resulted in a child. Luke Perry's son is now a professional wrestler who goes by the name Jungle Boy Jack Perry. He is an all elite uh, wrestler. The artist formerly yes, known now as Jungle he's Boy. Hollywood. He's Jack now Perry. just Hollywood yeah. Jack Perry. But uh, Jack Perry, he is a professional wrestler in all elite wrestling. He's uh, a, a good wrestler, but he might not have a job anymore because at the biggest pro wrestling show of all time last week in London at Wembley Stadium, he decided to talk shit about wrestler CM Punk. And then the two of them notoriously got, chill guy and the two of them got into a fist fight backstage and almost in front of the boss. and almost injured their boss. So that's oh what's going God. on with Luke Perry's kid now. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Wow. Totally, totally normal thing. Everything's fine. 365 days, days with, with Claudia, Claudia Schiffer. Schiffer. Yeah. Seems like a lot. Yeah. Seems like a lot. At a certain point, you might know. If it's... <laughs> I just love the Doppler I... echo of that. <laughs> it was just the, the, spe- the implication <laughs> being that this is not about Claudia Schiffer. It's somebody writing a tell all about I've been out with her 365 times. I don't know if we're actually dating. (laughs) Like, we're still in this weird period where it's like, are we, are we not? I don't know. Like, Bro, at a certain point, you gotta know. So, Patrick Swayze. uh, 1991, Sexiest Man Alive. So this is obviously post-Dirty Dancing. This is uh, post-Ghost. This is the last, like, legitimate point in his career. Yeah, like, wait, but is Point Break... Point Break is 91. Okay, all right, all right. So this is the end for him. Like, he's going to keep acting until yeah. his death and everything, but, like, he's never relevant again after yeah, this. Yeah, this is... This he is never makes crazy. anything that anybody cares about. It's crazy how it just... It ends for him. Didn't he have a TV show toward the end? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, some, like, where he's a dirty cop. It was somewhere, like... I remember people shit. liked it. I remember, like, when that show like, came um, out, people were like, oh, this might be a new thing for Swayze, and then... It was like on Bravo or A yeah. and E or something. The Beast. Yeah, the Beast. Yeah, A and E. Yeah, what, where he's a, like a dirty yeah. Pop. It was like a, it was like a proto Ray Donovan where it was just like you. It's not getting awards or anything, but like everyone's dad watches it. Well, it only lasted mm-hmm. thirteen episodes, so yeah. it was not a Ray Donovan. Well, no, but a I, show that will I, last until the polarized. Cast I melts. seem to remember. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I seem to remember it, again. CIS. I seem to remember that show. It later got revealed like stopped because he had health issues. Like I, I may, well, I could be wrong, but I seem to remember that being one of the things. Well, like, no, it 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 aired the like he died. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so. They couldn't like he died. Yeah, like um, he died in 2009. But Swayze, I I'll say this: I get Swayze. I totally get it. I mean, you know, I've I've always been a fan of him with you know Dirty Dancing with you know Point Break all that. I I think that's I think this tracks, but I don't know. I I never got him. Honestly, Roadhouse is the only thing I've oh, ever right, liked Roadhouse. him in. And because that kind of it feels like the only movie that gets that like he's like it gets his thing, but then throws in weird, crazy shit like ripping out a guy's throat and then, you know, threatening to get jail raped. Where you're just like, well, this is this is not the movie I thought I was watching. Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, Bella, what food is he? Um, I have to think about it. Come back to me. Okay. so Carrie, Carrie, what are we thinking about Patrick? I feel the same way uh, as I did about Tom Cruise. He's it's not for me, but I get it within the context of the time. Yeah, I get a it. I mean, look at this; it makes sense. 
He in had a, a way good that run. Does not. Well, because he's had a good run up to this point, and they couldn't know that yeah. this was the last year he was going to be relevant. But like, it feels almost like, you know, all right, here's your reward for having a great run, and then, you know. Well, and and don't forget, isn't this? I I this is probably around the time of the Farley sketch, right? Or is that later? The, the Farley chip must be like ninety three or okay. something. Because that's, I mean, that was the other thing. Because Farley wasn't on long enough until yeah. before he died. That was the other thing with Swayze, is like, he he also kind of occupied that weird realm that, like, Channing Tatum had in, like, the early 2010s, where it was like, this guy can do action, this guy can dance, this guy is built, this guy seems like a sweetheart. He was, he kind of had yeah, that... Yeah, he's, he's in vulnerable roles yeah, in romance. you could... He could do, it felt like he was one of these, like, classic, like, he could do anything hunky movie stars, right? He could do your rom-coms, he could do your dance films, but he could also do the action films. He could also do a roadhouse or a point. And he's not going to get an Oscar for anything, no. but he's doing a serviceable job and it's, all It them. very much is, like, the Channing Tatum, like, well, I've got, you know, White House Down and Magic Mike this year, you know, that kind of thing. He's, he's really he, inoffensive, yeah. which I kind of like. Like he's, you know what he is? He's like the breakfast of men, where you know you should have him every day, but sometimes he's, you don't he's, really he, want to. He's, he's a pancake. No, he's Cheerios. I mean, I guess. Yeah, Cheerios make sense. His pancakes are bad. Regular, regular or honey nut Cheerios? Uh, honey, honey nut. nut. He's he's sweet. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. That's part of the sweet. appeal. Should have yeah, been Keanu, okay. though. Let's be real. Should have been Keanu. Mm. Oh, I disagree. It should have been Luke. Uh, Luke? Uh, excuse me. Apparently, he's causing madness in malls in Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's a real problem. Uh, we, we, uh, madness. What, what, what is it with the, these parries causing madness everywhere they go? Okay, now, Bella, I'm... <laughs> uh, Bella, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to take us into the next year, but when we do, I'm going to ask that everybody just give Tom the floor... Tom just complained about how long he's concerned this will run, and yet also uh, he's going to make this run for a full hour based on what we're about to see. Bella, oh take us into the next year. <laughs> Sexiest oh. man alive. Strong, sensitive, and squared away at last. He's a man's man that woman can't resist. 1992, Nick Nolte. I mean, all right, so... This is, I mean, it's the greatest thing People Magazine has ever done. I mean, this is, I mean, what what a picture. I mean, if you're going to get Nick Nolte, good looking guy for the kind of guy who sounds like he lives at the bottom of a bar. What a picture. Like, looks like he he's just like came from playing tennis or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, do do do. Oh, my God. I mean. This is the best one. I mean, we thought Connery was the peak, but this is the best one. I have to get this on a t-shirt. And I need to get a t-shirt where it's like two pictures. It's this picture and it's the mugshot. <laughs> oh. It's very much retired NFL star shows up at the PTA meeting. Yeah. Yes. I he's for people who can't see it, look it up. Oh but, fucking hell. He's He's sporting glasses, like very early '90s glasses, and he's just in a gray Hanes T-shirt. This this <laughs> photo looks like I hinted it up top. It like this was 
this was the thing that Tom and I have been talking about since college. This particular cover where it looks like somebody ran up to him in his backyard and went, uh, Nick, they, they, they need to do a shot of you for this People magazine cover. Can I just snap a picture real quick? And he's like mid-mowing his lawn. He's currently <laughs> grilling a hot dog. One he's hot dog. Not a bunch of them, just one. He was hungry. And he's about to... He's playing some cornhole. It's, it's just, like, if you went to somebody at any point, like somebody who was like alive in this time and you went, did you know Nick Nolte was named Sexiest Man Alive? Somebody would go, I don't believe you. And you would go, I'm going to show you the cover, and they would believe you less, not more. If you told someone that, they might be like, what, like in 82 or something? He's like, no, when he was a middle-aged man, and he's just like, what was kind of just existing. What was Nolte even doing in 92? Prince of Tides. Uh, okay. All right. That makes well, sense. But then why this image? I don't why? know. Uh, why not? Excuse me. <laughs> That's the bigger, why not? Hey, why not make it a special issue where it's an extra large People magazine? Make it post a <laughs> size it look, so everyone who buys like it can put it on their wall. Magazine. No, no, bigger. <laughs> well, I just think it's funny that they raised the price between 91 and 92. So well, you have to pay it, extra for this, for this picture. Yeah, <laughs> a whole four cents more. It is photo hey, it adds up, it adds up. Um, I mean, look, people were also, they wanted the scoop. Who's that blonde? Hey, who's Delta, that blonde? Delta Burke does Mardi Gras. What did she do oh. to Mardi Gras? Like, that she had to dye her hair blonde and go into hiding. Like, two or three years ago, they were like, abortion. Should girls have to tell their parents? And now they're going, Delta Burke went to Mardi Gras? What are the two? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like someone put a bunch of random things on pieces <laughs> of paper, and they're like, uh, blonde, uh, Delta Burke, uh, Mardi Gras. All right. Go. What you're saying is this was an AI generated magazine. Already triggered. Triggered. <laughs> they were just it's just random inputs. Um, okay. Alright, so it's all downhill from Bella, here. Bella, Nick Nolte is a food. Absinthe. <laughs> oh. Uh that is that is Yeah, I mean I, he he feels more like moonshine to me. Yeah, that's that's well, appropriate. Picture. This picture feels like ballpark hot dog. See, I, 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 I one little swirl of mustard, one little swirl of ketchup. I would say based on this, and picture, it's eighteen dollars. <laughs> I would say based on the picture, <laughs> the energy of this is, honey. Did you know we still have hot pockets in the fridge? Like that's the vibe of it. It's, it's just last minute. People magazine going, oh fuck, we forgot to pick a sexiest man alive. I don't know. Uh, call Nolte. Get somebody to bring a Polaroid over. I don't know. We'll throw it together. It's fine. Um. Yeah, he feels like the backup. Like, it feels like they had at least 30 more people that they talked to, and then this was the one guy that said yes in time, and they're it, like, you know what? We're it, gonna feels like, it. it feels like they had an issue completed, <laughs> but, like, there was a fire, <laughs> and they had to, like, quickly redo the magazine, and they're like, fuck, uh, Nulty, uh, he's, he's having a barbecue. Let's run over there now, and, like, <laughs> we'll take a quick picture. Who got he's got Prince of Tides, right? If 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 Streisand's okay with getting dicked down by him, hey, it should be good for everybody else. I mean, like who who was the '92 cover star that they had to pull to put Nolte on? Like, was this were they George Washington? <laughs> I was gonna say '92 Clinton just got elected. Maybe there was like a brief window where they were like, oh, what if we go with that? And then another scandal popped up. And went, okay, I guess we gotta. Did you guys watch Rich Man Poor Man? Let's pull that guy in. Like, what are we what are we at? You know. 
Um, Hold on. The highest grossing star of 1992 is Kevin Costner. Okay. Costner's a reasonable choice. There's there. another option. He, he's yeah. coming off of Dances with Wolves at this point. Like, that's that's a reasonable choice. You got choice. Bruce Willis, yeah. too. Yeah. An option. But instead... No also, Cl- are... I don't know. It's, uh... Who would it have been? I don't know. Ted Kennedy. <laughs> Tom is bringing to this the energy that People Magazine brought to this issue. Just, I don't know. Just pick somebody. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we do it, Carrie? Get the fucking picture. <laughs> Carrie, did they get it right? No. Bella, did they get it right? I just looked up to see how much an issue would cost on eBay. In very good condition, $35. Uh, that's a steal. That's a steal. That is a hot um, co- ticket item. Bella, did they get it right? Honestly, sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Did they get it right? No. <laughs> Tom. Kyle. Tom. Watch yourself. Did they get it right? No. Tom. You're coming to my home tomorrow. Be careful how you tread. Tom, did they get it right? Did they get They peaked. This is the end. Retire the award. You're never going to get one a better why him name, and you're not going to get a better picture. It's it. It's over. You're cooked. You're washed. You're fucking, you're you're season five of Dexter. You're over. (laughs) Bella, take us into 1993. 1993. They go off script. And it's the the sexiest couple alive, Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford. So, so yeah, this is a a weird one for a number of reasons. The other stories on the Rick cover, Nelson's daughter Tracy yeah, beats cancer. Yeah, the other stories in the Great. cover are Rick Nelson's daughter Tracy beats cancer and Michael's farewell in reference to Michael Jordan. Uh, and yes, they went with sexiest couple, Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford. Uh, who's got thoughts other than why? I mean, Cindy looks great. She's actually looking at the camera. She's smiling, but also she's Cindy. She's always going to look great. This is the worst photo of Richard Gere they could have picked. He just—I don't—I can't figure out what he's trying to do. He it, this he's picture looks more like this is picture. It? it makes it. He, this is more fitting for him being in a Paul Schrader movie than American <laughs> Gigolo was. Like he looks like he should be about to sh- put on a suicide vest. And just say, I've had it with this world. What the fuck is he doing? What were the 90s where apparently attractive men were allowed to just walk out of the house like that? (laughs) And you've got Cindy Crawford next to you. How dare you? How dare you, Richard? I've never liked that man. I... (laughs) (laughs) Specificity of that last line. Um... I mean, look, my thing is, I look at this, I'm always confused by, like, I feel like the celebrity couple thing is always weird. So is Richard. (laughs) The celebrity couple thing is always weird to me anyway, when it's, like, kind of preserved in amber like this, because it's, like, to be honest, I think if you went to anybody our age and you went, Richard Gere, famous couple, you'd be like, I have no idea. I didn't know they were involved. I don't, I don't know what happened here. This is odd. So it feels very strange. Um... It's like, uh, it, you know, I, I think of, of all the things I think of, weirdly, because uh, I don't even know, like, do young people know? Kyle, do you know who Cindy Crawford is? 
I don't think so, but I do know who Richard Gere is. Yeah. So, but Cindy Crawford, off the board for young folks, because Cindy Crawford is, I mean, at, at this point, like, I think it's, it's a weird thing of, of all, th- I mean, I, models kind of occupy a strange place in our culture, right? Like, it's kind of more ephemeral than, than other celebrity. Um, and I just, it's such a strange, it's just such a strange decision there. Like, just posterity-wise. Well, like they know she's so hot, and he's... They say, well, like, well, he's, he's pretty hot, but, you know, she's so hot, so let's put them both on the cover. That'll be even better. All right, so, you know what? It, this is this is even making it an even better point of, like, when we were looking in the early, the mid-80s, and it's like, oh, Harry Hamlin, Mark Harmon, like, Richard Gere was doing shit like uh, American Gigolo and Breathless in the 80s, yeah. when he was, like, yeah, he was young and he was hot and blah, blah, blah. Look at look at he's he looks like he's fucking being asked to square root something. What the fuck? Like he looks confused. He's a doddering old man. I don't like this at all. It's also like Boo. if you were gonna do at any year, if you were gonna do like sexiest couple, and you're going gear and Crawford, like the year before you could have pulled in Madonna and Warren Beatty. And you didn't pull the trigger on that so you could do the Nolte cover. And and then you decide you're gonna do Gear and Crawford this year? Like, what's what's the thinking here? None. There is none. So, uh, what food yeah. is it? What what food? Is, well, it's got to be both. What food is is Crawford and Gear? Lunchables and caviar. I'm. <laughs> don't tell us which is which. It's so much better if we don't know. Uh, <laughs> Carrie, did they get it right? Well, first of all, it's not as sexiest man alive, and I'm not interested in playing with the formula at this point. <laughs> but even even other than that, no. Bella, they I get think it. he's a handsome guy, but this is just a whole cacophony of confusion. Bella, they get it right. I feel like there was some editor that was like, I really want to include Richard Gere, but no one else wanted to include include Richard Gere. So they were like, how can we include Richard Gere? And they're like, well, we could put Cindy next to him. And then it just kind of brings up the hotness number by, oh, wow. I don't know, a million. Because um, we can't have him without her. I don't know. Cindy's hot. I'm down for Cindy, but this isn't about Cindy. So no, not really. Kyle, they get it right. Nope. Tom, did they get it right? Nah. Bella, take us into 1994. (laughs) So they fucked up so badly, there was no one for 1994. They just didn't do Sexiest Man Alive in 94. Nailed it. Yeah, there were no sexy men in 1994. Yeah, it was was a really sad time. It was a Um, barren wasteland. Women were dry as a desert in 94. Yeah, no, that's... That's... I, I think it's fair to say, especially in 1994, the year of four weddings and a funeral, there were no attractive men anywhere to be found. Definitely well, not. Well, there weren't, so. Um, not in that movie. No. Let's, uh, I mean, really, like, if you think about it, like, that was so primed for, like, either Grant or, like, John Travolta comeback story for Pulp Fiction, but they just decided we're not doing it in 94. Uh, so with that, Bella, take us into 1995. Imagine Tom Hanks. Sex- <laughs> Just over Forrest Gump. Sexiest man alive. Uh, I, I, this Brad actually, Pitt. this is like probably like legitimately the best choice they've made like in ten years. Of well, I would, 
I would argue that whoever did his makeup and his hair needs some sort of award because he looks beautiful. I don't want to fuck him. I just want to know like how he did his hair. Just like Nancy Reagan asked no, no. Val. We eyes motherfucker with the Alf. <laughs> Be- Bella doesn't want to fuck him. She wants to be in the cuck chair. <laughs> um, and I just think it's important that we look at those piercing blue eyes that Brad Pitt has, and we focus on two things with this issue. Number one, how beautiful his man <laughs> is. <laughs> Number two, Susan I'm just Smith. Noticing it. Why the state wants the death penalty? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Everyone, everything <laughs> must have balance. What the fuck? It's like, well, you know, okay. It's just a woman crying. Don't work at Mardi Gras, you know? Like, here's Gumby. He's back. Like, it's, there's always a little jump scare in you to be like, oh, okay, I can't get too into this hotness. Yeah, but it wasn't. Let's just put a picture of a woman crying because she's about to get murdered by the state. It wasn't a debate about whether they were going to give Gumby the chair, you know? (laughs) We don't know. We, all we know is he's back. And I think that's frightening enough. So Brad Pitt, I mean, that's. That makes total sense, especially 95, like, you know. Seven coming out. Yeah, we've got seven. We've got, you know, this is like interview with a vampire territory. Like, this is, because the other thing is, like, Brad Pitt it had that journey of, like, going from being, oh, he's a, pr-. like, it took a long time for people to well, yeah, think of Dumb him as Louise a, was 91. Yeah, it took a long time for people to think of him as a serious actor as opposed to just a pretty boy because he was just so pretty, even though he was well, clearly even- a good actor. Well, because even interview with the vampire, he didn't get a lot of cred. It was, no, all, it was all Tom Cruise. Cruise got a lot of the cred. Pitt got a lot of. Well, he's hot and it fits the role, yeah. so good for him. But Tom Cruise is the actor in this movie. You know, Thelma and Louisa again. It was like, all right, he's the hot guy. Blah blah blah. It, it's it's not until ninety five when Seven's coming out that people are like, oh wait, no, he's actually like, an actor. Seven's okay, cool. part of that intentional push to like, because people are putting him in movies and like studios are greenlighting Brad Pitt in movies because they're like, well, he's hot, people will buy tickets. And he's choosing like the most transgressive roles <laughs> to, so like the studio is basically sitting back on, ah, David Fincher, I, I'm sorry, we can't, we're not giving you money for this serial killer thing. What if Brad Pitt's in it? Oh, well then, yeah, well, okay, it's, you can have it's, all the money. It's you that want. moment. It's that moment where Brad Pitt announces that he's like a lot. There's a lot of guys like this that I feel like now where they're so hot, you think they're movie stars, but actually they're big weirdos. Yeah, and they're better in these weirdo character roles. So shit like Interview with the Vampire and whatever, like Meet Joe Black, those aren't the things he should be doing. He should be doing Seven. He should be doing Fight Club. He should be doing, you know, eventually the movie he wins the Oscar The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. See, I will say, I he shows up later again, but I think this is my favorite cover that he did. He just looks really good. I will have to take a point off, though, because I think he's wearing a vest. And it, uh, vests are gross. Okay. What food is he? He's like, you know those like chocolates you get in gift boxes and they are so pretty and you don't want to eat them because they're so pretty and you don't want to screw it up. But eventually you'll just eat it anyway because it's there. I have Uh, never hesitated when it comes to eating chocolate. So I don't even relate to this at all. How dare you? No, but it's like a really pretty one. Like it's like it got the like flowery nonsense and it has this weird mix that chocolate shouldn't be mixed i don't know it's it's delicious when you eat it but also it's just it's too pretty you feel kind of bad so bella did they get it right yeah i mean he's hot he's like 
croissant. Carrie, did they get it right? Yeah, this isn't my favorite Brad. I'm not really into the longer hair, but like in the context of 1995, this makes complete sense to me. I think he's given great smolder on the cover. Um, yeah, I think I think they're nailing it with sort of these quintessential hot guys at this point. Kyle. And they're going to nail Susan Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta take away a point for that juxtaposition. Kyle, two questions. Number one, did they get it right? Number two, are you freaked out by the fact that you 100% know that if you were in high school in 1995, you would have spent every day trying to replicate this exact look? Did they get it right? Yes, for the times. No, for me personally. So would I be freaked out? Probably. Probably a little bit. Yeah. Long hair me. I'm crazy. Tom, did they get it right? Hell yeah. Okay. Bella, take us into 1996. There we go. 1996, Sexiest Man Alive, Denzel Washington. Horrible picture, though. Gotta be Terrible picture. Yeah, it's not a great photo. I also miss the blurbs. Yeah. The blurbs were fun. This looks like someone tapped him on the shoulder and then took a picture as soon as he turned around. I would say this feels like a trend. This looks like this looks like how his character is introduced on like the opening credits of a sitcom where there's like da 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 We'll say elsewhere wasn't a sitcom. I'm talking about like a I mean a family the way show. That show ended it might have well have been. Um 1996 speaking of shows this is the year that they air Project Alf the made for TV movie that explains what happened to Alf. Just for Thank clarification. God. Uh, Do you want me to story, drink? The other story on the cover, Dies Deal, 23 million and one last insult. I assume that's taken away the HRH. So. I I mean, I guess. Or or she just lit a bag of dog shit on the. Divorce. I'm just saying, or she just lit a bag of dog shit on the porch of Buckingham Palace. We don't know. Do you think People Magazine, the, the, the issue they covered her death said, Die, Dies? Somebody absolutely did. It might have been the New York Post, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely that. I think people would have gone for, like, the queen of people's hearts, especially with people in it and the double people. Like, Mm. Carrie is is gunning for the job writing headlines for People Magazine obits. That's why she threw that out there. That's she's aiming for it. It's It's a dream. it's, It's a dream. I, I believe the last time you inquired about that role, they said, that's way too specific for us to hire someone to do it. And you're like, all right, but if you ever do, here's the resume. Oh, yeah. I've got some prep um, for some old celebrities. Those are on the house. You know. Uh, otherwise, I don't really know what else to say about this issue. Yeah, it's Denzel. He should have, like, yeah, good for him. He, he deserves it. Bad picture. I don't know. Well, like, he's, he's kind of heating up. You know, just he's, Malcolm X. Well, that's the thing. He's also in that place of like, he's really at this point being taken seriously as an actor, right? Like he's undeniable at this point, he, not yeah, just he, as a good-looking person, but as a movie star. Philadelphia came out. Uh, Malcolm X. Uh, um, he's got the he's got the Glory Oscar at this point, right? Glory. Yeah, he won Glory. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he did Philly, Philadelphia, and everybody he, thought he should have gotten it for Malcolm X. He's he he's cooking. He's he's basically on the run. That's just not going to stop. Like yeah. he's still on the run. He's he hasn't like lost a step at all. So yeah, like and I mean, what he got games like two years from now. Training days, 
five years from that and training day is probably the best he's ever looked so like yeah all right, all right and you, you got know. things like the preacher's wife too like he can still do like the romantic charming i'm pretty thing. sure this i'm pretty sure they took this on the set of the yeah preacher's the wife. Principle. um so i think that's a, i mean it's it's a great what food is he yeah bella what food is is denzel washington <laughs> no i'm thinking of something classic i'm like well you mentioned philadelphia so now i'm thinking of hoagies so please maybe he's no please that's a why I, I don't want to I'm criticize any, there's nothing about Denzel that is of hoagie. A hoagie. Okay, fine. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Family. He's a little he's a little more he's a little more classic. I don't I can't think of like a classic food. Um like a beef tenderloin. There we he go. He has a beef tenderloin. That's a good oh. one. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, what, Carrie? It's a full, it's so a hang full on, hang on. I'm sorry, Carrie. Just, I, I'm having some audio issues. Can you give me a clean take on that? You just gotta go, mm-mm-mm. Kyle, just isolate that for us, and we're gonna just use that as a <laughs> we're gonna use that as a drop throughout the season now. Um, oh no! Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the right call. You're also just like looking at this and realizing this is the first time they've chosen a guy who isn't ghostly white, and uh, well, or Nick Nolte. Yeah, and that's gonna unfortunately be the last time for a while. Way to way to go, people. Um, what are we doing here? Uh, but yeah, Denzel. So, Carrie, did they get it right? Yeah, bad picture, right call. Bella, did they get it right? Oh, yeah, he's hot. Kyle, did they get it right? Oh, yeah. Tom, did they get it right? Yes, sir. Bella, take us into 97. 1997, sexiest man alive, plus 70 pages of the world's most irresistible men. George Clooney. We- and the blur, <laughs> yeah. don't forget. Oh. You can't get too excited, because there's death a- afoot. Okay. So we have the Boston nanny, killer or victim. Con- well, she's from Boston. She's not a victim. Convicted, a convicted au pair Louise Woodward. Um, Carrie, I- I'm going to take this opportunity to say, uh, let's take this opportunity to say, I think a great choice for an episode of Ain't It Scary is solely the true crime as depicted on Sexiest Man Alive covers. I think you should dig in. Including into- that mysterious Mardi Gras think, that Delta Park I think, I think <laughs> the public needs you to dig into all of these crime stories accompanying hot men. Um, all right, twist my arm. Uh, let's run down the line uh, real quick, because I know we'll all have uh, Clooney thoughts, but special double issue. Some of the men highlighted on this cover, Brad Pitt, Will Smith, Tom Cruise, Harrison Ford, and Drew Carey. All It feels like they were going for a, a John Goodman again, but it's not the same flavor. Uh, no. Didn't recapture the magic. I, I disagree. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all for it. He had his TV show. He played Geppetto in a made-for-TV movie. Drew was hot. He's his peak here. Nothing's more fuckable than Geppetto. <laughs> Have you ever seen Geppetto, Carey? In my dreams. I cannot, I cannot recommend it enough. It is a made-for-TV movie Talk musical. Made-for-TV movie musical about the adventures Geppetto went on to find his son. I think it was written for Kevin Klein as a theatrical film, and when Klein dropped out, they did it as a made-for-TV movie and uh, cast Drew Carey and Julia Louise Dreyfus as the Blue Fairy. I mean... You know what? That's nothing. Nothing says sexier to me than that. I mean, when I go to home home at night after a long day, I say, "Sean, it's time to bust out some Geppetto and the Blue Fairy." I need to unwind. He's just 
<laughs> Let me put on some sexy music, and it's the song "Since I Gave My Heart Away" that 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 Drew Carey sings at the end. To hold me down. Um, Let's go to Pleasure Island, baby. Bella is so mad right now because for weeks leading up to this, she's like, "I just want to talk about Clooney," and this has been instantly derailed to talk about Price Is Right host <laughs> Drew Carey. I think if there was only ever one Sexiest Man Alive cover, it should just be given to George. Not even this specific cover. I just think he is the sexiest man alive. But also the picture is great. They haven't nailed it on the picture very often. And this is, he's perfectly groomed. He's perfectly tailored. He's giving classic Clooney. He's given the smolder. There's a just a hint of a smile. Uh, and he looks like... He looks like he's showered. He is dressed for the occasion. He's wearing a shirt and tie. Um, Nolte, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Nolte set the bar so low that he looks like he showered <laughs> is a positive for some of these photo shoots. He looks like he's going to take you somewhere nice for dinner and then you're going to have fun afterward. So 97. So this is, of course, a notable year for Clooney. Because uh, on ER, he was, you know, sexy TV star, but people were like, can we take him seriously as an actor? Then he does From Dusk Till Dawn in 96, and everybody's like, oh, man, Clooney might have the juice as a movie star. So much so that what happens? Why, of course, he gets the role of Batman in 1997's Batman and Robin. And you would have thought his career would never recover. There was a good chance the year this cover came out that people were thinking he had a good run, but he flew too close to the sun. Uh, then he has Out of Sight in 1998, so that all turns around. Arguably the sexiest movie ever made, so. Yeah, I mean, look, Clooney's still shorthand for good-looking guy, so I don't think there's really any debate here. I don't know, Kyle, do you have any controversial Clooney takes here? No, you know. Dapper, I think, like, just before my time and everything, but dapper young man, you know. Before my time, he, he, he want to puke. Before yeah, sorry. Before I'm... my time. He just showed up as Batman again. It's still your time, you little fuck. I didn't watch that movie because it didn't come out, you big fuck. Wait, you mean, the, you mean The Flash? The Flash is out, Kyle. The, that movie does not exist, guys. No, that no, movie Shazam never came Fury out. Of the... Fury of the Gods doesn't exist. DC hasn't made a movie in years, guys. What have we determined? What food Clooney yeah, is? Yeah, that's true. What food, so is, what food Clooney? is Clooney? I know I've made a lot of steak references, but he's the filet mignon of men. Like you're always gonna want him. He's always good, and he's a little bit, you know, he's a little expensive. He's he costs a little extra, but see, see that's yeah. fitting because I like filet mignon. I think he's overrated. <laughs> well, excuse Ooh. me. So. Carrie, did they get... Oh, Tom, do you have more Clooney thoughts? No, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get the Clooney thing. Carrie, no. did they get it right? I think so, yeah. I think maybe he was at his peak of, like, being known for being that in, like, maybe around 2000, like, Ocean's Eleven era. Like, maybe that would have been, a, you know, more emblematic of his peak of of being the sexiest man alive. But I think, yeah, I mean, he looks great. The picture's great. He's known still today as one of the sexiest guys ever like it makes sense bella did they get it right he's a classic i think if you place him in like the 1700s you're still gonna think he's hot which is more than i could say for nick 
McNulty. So. I mean, yeah. in, in the 1700s, <laughs> McNulty might have been considered more attractive because they'd be like, he looks stable. He looks like he's not just going to keel over. He's no, but he's there's something about Clooney where you can really place him in any time period, any place, anywhere, and he's gonna be hot. Um, like classic my mo- beauty, classic handsome. Exactly. Like my mom thinks he's hot. Um, I'm guessing my grandma probably thinks he's hot. Like he's hot. Um, yeah, I think right call. Kyle, did they get it right? Yeah, of course. Dapper young man. Tom, did they get it right? Nope. <laughs> you don't even think he's attractive? You think he's just... No, I don't. Okay. No. Uh, moving on, Bella, take us into the next year. <laughs> Sexiest Man Alive, 1998, including 73 pages of Men We Love, Harrison Ford. Now, well, they keep it's, on beat- it's so... keeping up the page count, so that's good. It's so funny that they... they on the cover they have like objectively a hotter man underneath Harrison Ford. Well they have DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Antonio Banderas. Like how do oh, not Antonio. Yeah, it should have been Antonio. I think it should have been Leo. I think he's coming off of Titanic. He's doing like the beach and he's going into that era of you know doing man in the iron mask and like being a hot boy and things. And but- that's he's driving okay. people wild already. I think he's he's the have... next generation, and Harrison Ford is representing we... like past hotness. Yes, he's but... definitely not at his peak here. But we should not be giving any credence to the pussy posse. <laughs> That's true. I feel like the problem with Leo is that so that he was a hot boy, which ugh, I mean, like obviously he was a he was legal at that point, but ugh, I don't know. He just. He looks 16. It feels weird. It feels icky. Give it to Antonio. You want to fuck Antonio. I personally do not want to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio. No, but I think just symbolically, he was so big in this year. I can't imagine it not being him. I mean, I'm looking at the box office for 98. I don't even see a Harrison Ford movie in here. Like, Titanic's topping the box office, then Armageddon, Saving Private Ryan. There's something about Mary. So we could have gone Stiller. The Waterboy, we could have gone Sandler. Stiller. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, Deep Impact, Godzilla, Rush Hour. Uh, more importantly... Oh, 98. Oh, it, we're not uh, excited about Six Days, Seven Nights? No, not when Ants is out. Uh, and also, this is probably because in 97, he did The Devil's Own and mm. Air Force One. Yeah, Air Force One. But I'm look, I'm going to throw this out there. If you're going with an older actor who's having a year in 98... The remake of The Parent Trap is out. You can float it to Quaid, is all I'm saying. I mean, he looked great. Right? In that that's, hey. that's maybe Pete Quaid, arguably. Hey, I think why not it Randy? Was Quaid, yeah. I'm sorry, Tom. Do you want, us, do you want them to give Sexy Spend Life to Randy Quaid in 98? Hey, listen, if we're going down that yeah. road, Blues Brothers 2000 comes out in 98. You've got a bevy of options. You could bring Goodman back. Belouche. No, nope. no, Carrie, he's the one who's not in that movie. Because he, cause, Jim Belushi is. No, he's he? not. No, no, no. Jim, Jim Belushi was doing the the music with Aykroyd, and when they like, that's what doing, I was thinking of. I've never. Doing, I thought he was in it with. No, so it's okay. Well, at least it's no, less no, tasteless. No, no Jim no, Belushi it's, it's, said, "This is terrible. I'm not doing this movie." Yeah. So, the, and they were like, "Well, okay." Um, 
I guess, uh, Goodman. The movie starts with Aykroyd's character finding out that his brother is dead. Like, they do a long scene of him finding out that he's dead. And then he goes to find other guys to form a band. And he picks up Goodman. He picks up a little kid. Uh, and then Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. And that's the band. And, and the guys from the band. Yes, that's the true. The guys from the, yeah, the, the guys from the band. Um, so good we're not talking about this issue. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what to do here. I love what a ridiculous haircut he has. The worst hair. It's also like I think like two or three years ago, we would have been looking at this, or like maybe not, maybe like five or six years ago, we would have been going, "God damn, I wish Harrison Ford was back. I wish Harrison Ford was doing movies again." And now he's not only returned to Star Wars and returned to Blade Runner and returned to Indiana Jones. He's like got a fucking Apple TV show that everybody says is good, but I just I haven't had time to watch. Like Harrison Ford is very part, firmly he, back. He's part of the Yellowstone verse. Yeah, he's in Yellowstone nineteen something. Twenty three. There we go. Yeah, numbers. Yeah, there's some kind of. Year. I just I I hate the blue background and how it matches his shirt. Mm, yeah, it's just this looks like. Because his head's popping out at you with that haircut, like Ugh. it feels it feels weird, and it also feels like this should be the cover of like a also, magazine you read before you get a colonoscopy. Also, just the shirt tucks into the jeans. Yeah, is is a, is a stupid look. And then you're looking at Antonio there, and especially remembering this is the year of Zorro. Like this is the, the year fun? that he cuts off Catherine Zeta Jones's dress in a trailer. And if you were eight years old in 1998, you're like, this is intriguing for some reason. I'm really well, interested. I, I knew I knew what I'm reason. really interested in Zoro for some reason. Oh no, my pants are tight. <laughs> At least you have to give them points for not having a child killer also. That's uncovered. true. There are no That's murders different. referenced at any point. No cancer, no Delta Burke. Honestly, frankly, maybe why it's not a great cover. Gotta be honest. Might be why it's not a very interesting cover. Carrie, did they get it right? Wait, what food is he? Oh yeah. Bella, what food is Harrison Ford? He's bland i'm getting applesauce but an applesauce that you looked in the cabinet and went this is very close to expiring but eh." (laughs) i I feel like this is i feel like we're we're past the sell by date but we're still in the use by date you know yeah and you're just so hungry you'll go for anything but like this is this isn't your first choice it's not even your like hundredth choice you're just like, I should probably eat something so I don't die. And no disrespect to Harrison. Handsome man, this cover's not doing it. Uh, of course, yeah. Carrie, did they get it right? I think Harrison Ford, in his time, was one of the most handsome men that has ever been on a movie screen. Like, Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, he was hot, but this is not it. And... Yeah, I mean, there's so many other better options, even on the same cover, as we've said. So, no, not for 1998. Bella, did they get it right? I think they could have gotten it right if they had a better photo um, and also fired whoever cut his hair. Um, but I still think it should have been Antonio Banderas. He's, I mean, that photo alone, he's he's hot. Kyle, did they get Smoldering. it Smoldering. Kyle, did they get it right? Yep. Absolutely. Tom, did they get it right? No. Bella. I hate to say it, but they didn't get it right. Take us into 1990, 2000-00, party all up. Uh, I tried to do the Prince lyric, and then I got tripped up. Bella, just do 99 now. Sexiest man alive. 
plus 78 pages of men you'll love. My 1999 Richard Gere. Gear again? <laughs> the other options on the cover, in case you wanted to solidify what kind of a year 1999 was, Brad Pitt, Backstreet Boy Kevin Richardson, <laughs> but just, to specify where he's just from, Kevin too. Richardson, and Ricky Martin. But Sexiest Man Alive is once again Richard Gere, our first returning champion. Is I don't get Richard Gear because I will say it's a much better photo of him, and I would argue that he looks kind of attractive. Again, I just hate that blue background. This is he also looks a little impish here, and I don't really associate impishness with sexiness. This is or Richard Gear. This is the year of well, this is the thing. This is the year of Runaway Bride, right? Where they're trying to recapture the magic of Pretty Woman, right? It's the Julia Roberts Richard Gear collab. So it's like, and you also have to imagine, like, at at least to me, like, I do think there is this vibe that you see in both the Harrison Ford cover and the gear cover, where it's almost like somebody's going, we still got it. We baby boomers still got it. We don't have to give it to the Brad Pitts or the Backstreet Boys of the world just yet. We still got it. And it's like, I don't, I don't know, guys, like, it's fading a bit, you know? But for him to be the first returner yeah, is crazy. It's very, it's very silly. Because um, it's not like this was a time that anybody was even. I don't remember like Gear even being in that conversation. Like Clooney was the shorthand at this point, or a Brad Pitt, or any of those. Gear, I don't think was part of that conversation. I mean, this is. I mean, I get that they're trying to do a bit of a Richard Gear comeback around this time, so I'm sure this was as engineered as it was anything, but. Bella, what food? Well, we already did what food is Richard Gear, but do you have a food for 99 Richard Gear? I would say he's like leftovers on Thanksgiving. Okay. Where like it's it's still pretty good. Like you can make a sandwich out of the turkey or stuffing or what have you, but it's never going to be quite as good as it was the night before. So, Bella. Except for Richard Gear, there was no night before. Bella, did they get it right? I mean, I would give it to Backstreet Boy Kevin Richardson, but um, I mean, I want to see what the 78 pages of men I'll love. Um, I want to see who they are aside from Brad Pitt, um, Kevin and Ricky. He's sure he's not my first choice, but I think it's a better photo than the one we had um, a few years ago. Carrie, did they get it right? No, I do find him handsome, but... I mean, maybe in terms of, like, a narrative that they're trying to construct, but, you know. Who do you give it to out of the people on that cover? There's a correct answer. Brad Pitt. False. I know, but that's who I would give it to. The answer is Backstreet Boy Kevin Richardson. Kyle. (laughs) That's what I said. Kyle, did they get it right? Not only did they get it wrong, but they got it wrong twice. So, yeah. Tom, did they get it right? Not even fucking close. I was going to say, you are just, you are silent on the return of Richard Gere. Should have been Anthony Quinn. <laughs> was he alive in 99? I just double-checked. He died in 2001. <laughs> he saw the towers go, went down, and he said, yeah, I'm good. So, Bella, take us into the year 2000. Sexiest man alive. 2000. Plus 79. They went up one. More guys. 
<laughs> worth it's watching. Get unruly soon. So, so many more guys, not necessarily pages. That's yeah. There's there's so many boys. I can't handle them all. Well, this boy is Brad Pitt. Ed, this cover is again. I hate this cover. I hate it more than I've hated anything. It's so 2000. It it absolutely like I think about this sometimes with like the year 2000, where like there was that specific vibe of like in 99, 2000, 2001 that was like this is where the future is going, where every single thing had the energy of groove is in the heart and like jet uh, set radio, and then it just disappeared. I'm looking at this cover and I don't know why, but I just hear Mudvayne. <laughs> this is like, the I'm blue da ba dee da ba da. Yes. Um, yeah, this is if, men alive. If, if for our younger for our our younger listeners, if you're like, what is the exact energy that the viral song "Planet of the Bass" is trying to mock? It's this cover. This cover is that energy. Y2K. Yeah. Cool. The other two shown on the cover are George Clooney and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe looks pretty hot. This in was it. that. It makes sense for the era. It look. I'm not disputing hot Russell Crowe in the early 2000s. That's entirely accurate. But Russell Crowe has had so much fun in his Doctor Jekyll, Pope's Exorcist era. That oh, it's I love to... thick slice of beef, Russell Crowe. Like just he is a honey roasted ham, and I love he it. is, and I love that for him. I think that's better than him being sexiest man alive. Is just being like a little like just just thick. What if he gets it this year? He should. What if it's but... the Pope? And- and what if the cover? He's the he's the Pope's exorcist. Yeah, did you see what he did for the Pope? What if it's what if it's a Nolte level him. cover where it's just Russell Crowe grinning he's on the scooter? He's holding a he's Foster's beer in his hand. No, he's on the Vespa from the Pope's <laughs> it's exorcist. Just the Pope's exorcist. An addition he made to the movie. He said, "I should be riding a Vespa," and they were like, "Hey, why not?" With that accent, you should a hundred percent be riding a Vespa while you fight demons. Yeah, I feel like now era Russell Crowe will like eat leftover lasagna with me at midnight and, you know, go to Walmart. Like he seems just like a guy. In, and I like that. In fairness, the way they He's sh- bringing his own burrito into a movie. <laughs> in yes. fairness, the way they shot Pitt for this cover, he also seems like he's eating leftover lasagna with you because he has not come down from the MDMA yet. Like Yeah, he's also doing it from outside my window and <laughs> yeah, I don't they, know he's there. They, Brad Pitt is an attractive man. This is like, Carrie, you mentioned Ocean's Eleven. This is Ocean's Eleven, Brad Pitt. The short, spiky hair, it was working for him, but they just decided this cover, he should look like he's tweaking. Yeah, and the blue background, again, is back. Yeah. And it makes the eyes look crazy. It's upsetting. Um, Bella, what food is 2000's Brad Pitt? I'm getting foie gras. He's, it's, it's overrated. You feel like you should like it because it's expensive. And you know it's foie gras, and then you eat it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of nasty. Well, then uh, I'll just take it around. Carrie, did they get it right? The the photo is so off putting that like, because I I would think yeah, 2000 Brad Pitt totally makes absolute sense, but this photo is so off putting to me. They're really shooting themselves in the foot. Bella, did they get it right? <sighs> I think I think Russell Crowe's hotter in that particular photo. If you're going to put Clooney on the cover alongside whoever else it is, it should always be Clooney. So, no, I just, it's a, it's an awful photo. 
It should have been Clooney or Crow or any one of the 79 other guys. <laughs> it's, yeah, this it, it's too much and yet not enough at the same time. Kyle, did they get it right? Uh, probably not the guy, but they definitely captured the era and I have to give respect for that. Tom, did they get it right? Um, no, I think it's like Harry said, the picture's so bad that it kind of makes you not like Brad Pitt. And, um, makes you reconsider. Yeah, it makes you reconsider where you're just like, have I been looking at him weird this whole time? Like, am I <laughs> looking at him wrong? Like, is this like really what he looks like? Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, Russell Crowe at this period is Maximus. Like, he just did Gladiator and he's he's just a fucking, he's just a big slab of beef. And then he becomes a honey glazed ham and we need to celebrate yeah. men that can just go through the spectrums of uh, cured meats. So Russell Crowe should have been it. Well, with that, Bella, take us to 2001. 2001, Sexiest Man Alive. <laughs> uh, plus 42 pages of Men We Crave, really... so there weren't a ton of men. Uh, they like half that. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. That's... This photo is killing me. <laughs> So it's, I just, I, there's, I'm so conflicted with this because for some reason, Bella, when you said they, they broke it down from 73 to 42 and I'm like, it's 2001, it's November, 2001. I genuinely, my brain went like, was that like a nine 11 thing? Which can't, that doesn't make sense at all. But like, I'm sincerely just like, were they like, we got to scale back or whatever. But then also like, this is two months after nine 11. Why is this not the year that you go? Maybe not now. Maybe. Maybe not now. Um, I mean, he's giving fall. I like it. It looks he's like wearing... he's hunting for Easter eggs. See, I'm getting fall. It's kind of orangey behind him, he's I think. flashback to a dead wife in a romance yeah. movie from 2006. Yeah, but I like that they have George Clooney and John Samos as the other two men. And this might be the one time I will stray from my... George Clooney obsession and go John Stamos. I mean, oh yes, Stamos. He's, he's hot. Stamos and Clooney are both on the cover, and also uh, Andy McDowell weds a magical Asheville, North Carolina ceremony with Bo Rhett Hartzog. So sure, that's also Thank there. God. I I'm still hung up on this being two months after nine eleven. So I'm just thinking about how we're lucky they didn't like pick Rudy Giuliani or something. You know. The American man. Right? But Carrie, you know I'm right. Like, that's exactly what we were doing two months after 9 11 would have been like, you know, Sexy Man Alive. The sexiest Man Alive is all of Yes, us. exactly. Like, mm-hmm. there was, if we were flipping through this and they were like, it's Sexiest Man Alive, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> like, if they were like George W. Bush, you'd be like, uh, we were just doing that back then. It mm-hmm. was just, we just kept, we were just doing this shit. Um, well, let's see if we get to Anthony Fauci 2020. <laughs> Because I don't know who was Sexiest Man Alive then. Um, so Pierce Brosnan, 2001. This is like, he's still Bond at this point. We haven't done Die Another Day yet. So I, I guess. I mean, he's coming off of what? 99 was Thomas Crown Affair. So like, he's still a viable leading man. He hasn't moved into like, Mamma Mia Eurovision territory. So. Um, God, remember when he sung in Mamma Mia? When you gone! And, and the... And the entire world started reconsidering the entire notion of music. Uh, Carrie, did they get it right? Yeah, I mean, I could, I get it. If you're trying to switch it up, you don't want to do another double right now, so you're not doing Clooney, right? Um, the picture, again, is so autumnal 
it's so it's giving little women it's it's like a a yearbook picture that you you know like a senior yearbook spread that you get so it's so weird it's such a weird tone for sexy is like "Mm, he's cozy and some knits um so that's it's another thing of like the the photos are so off-putting for the context but i think as a selection yes bella what food is pierce brosnan and did they get it right I mean, he is very autumnal, like Carrie said, and I don't hate that. I kind of like it. I mean, it's 2001, November. You kind of don't want to do anything too sexy. You want to feel cozy. You want to feel like, you know, the world's not ending. Um, He's the pumpkin pie of men, like kind of, kind of good. I personally don't really care for pumpkin pie, but, you know, some people like that. And it, it is very autumnal. Um, I wish it went Stamos, but I'm fine with it. I mean, I, he's fine. Um, Kyle, did they get it right? Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing wrong with Pierce Brosnan. I'm just surprised they waited so late. Tom, did, Tom, did they get it right? Uh, I'm conflicted because I think, um, he's kind of in a a transition period where he's not as hot as he was in Goldeneye. Uh, and he's not at the era like now where he's a gray fox, and you're like, oh, right, P.S. Brosnan's hot again. Where, like, he was in this weird transition period of, like, aging into a new version of hotness. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'd say that, yeah, they're fine. It's fine, but... Because I don't want to give it to Clooney again, and John Stamos just... I don't know, he looks like the devil, so fuck him. If <laughs> what? Can, we, can we agree, though, that if, like, the fox... I feel like he knows what it looks like when a woman's eyes are about to finally die. <laughs> Can we agree that if the Fox News of today was around in 2001, they would have spent five hours on Fox and Friends going, this is a time where it's crucial for us to support our country, and this proud institution picks, picks a UK man to take this? What, are we, do we not have, yeah, do we not have any, do we not have any Americans? Like, come on, that's 100% where they're You're going. You're so right. Absolutely where they're going. Uh, Bella, take us into 2002. 2002 sexiest man alive plus what his mom thinks of j-lo <laughs> again ben affleck but wait well this is they've well. they've stepped up the others because he's no oh yeah hot stuff 106 other must-see men oh they needed oh, to compensate between amount of men and amount of pages why is richard gear here again oh. it are, are like his pr people just trying to shill him to anyone that like wants so, him i don't yes, understand yeah we're post chicago right yes this well this is the year of chicago. of chicago yeah. Yeah. oh so that's probably why um where everybody i think they thought he was getting an oscar for that right i feel like 2002 they thought he was picking up that oscar right i mean probably i don't know why does ben look like he's cgi yeah i had that same thought he looks airbrushed into oblivion because like, this is because this is months leading up to Daredevil. I was gonna say, but he looks like he looks like it's like that weird, like flushed out look they did in Hollywoodland. It looks like it looks he looks like like a, like a video game character from like yes, L.A. Noir. Absolutely, absolutely. It looks like he wasn't wearing a shirt in the photo that he took because look at that sleeve yeah, that's and not real. his arm. It yeah, that's not real. Or they changed the color or something. Yeah, oh, this is. Yeah, you're so right. And I think Ben's right. a good looking fella, so it's weird that he just looks like a fucking plastic fuck doll. I don't get it. It's weird. Well, I, I hate kind of unfocused, and that's also a little weird. 
I hate this photo. It's making me hate Ben Affleck. Um, this I think is the worst one so far. This is this is weird. Though. I don't think they're as bad as I don't think they're as bad as any of the Richard Gere ones or the 2000 Brad Pitt one. I would take Richard Gere and Brad Pitt any day over what the fuck is this? I mean, I think that the big thing that this is doing and where this this really hurts Affleck because this does hurt Affleck because Affleck and we're gonna see this again in a couple covers like. Maybe part of the reason that they tend to pick like super established stars for Sexiest Man Alive a lot of times is because if you are like the man of the moment, this cover can make you feel oversaturated. And this is the moment that people turn on Ben Affleck. Like, this is post Pearl Harbor. This is the Benefer thing that people hate at the time. Like Kyle acknowledged Daredevil's coming. Like this is people turning on Ben. And I do think that this cover and him looking so artificial on it and so manufactured mm. on it, I don't think is helping him at all. Like he's this shatters the image of Ben Affleck as like scrappy Boston indie guy that he has been fighting ever since to get back to. Like he's I mean, he looks he looks uncomfortably digitally smooth here, and that matches the fact that he really lost his edge by 2002, and he's been trying to get it back ever since. I think that is a very astute observation in it's why this just doesn't work. It's crazy that Gone Baby Gone's five years from this. Yep. Yeah. Like, you would think it's longer based on how hard his fall yeah, was. Yeah, but it happened so fucking fast. Um, but then he got it back so fast. Only five years. I mean, that's actually, like, not as long as you would have thought it was. Bella, what food is Ben Affleck, and did they get it right? Oh, we didn't even talk about who else is on the cover. Um, oh, who gives a Clooney shit? Clooney better than ever, <laughs> The Bachelor, and Helene talk about the future, and Richard Gere's surprise wedding. Uh, Bella, food and right. He's like, you know those like Jello foods that were really big in the 50s, where they just put like everything in Jello. Mm -hmm. This is what he reminds me of, where it just is very artificial and syrupy, sweet and gross, and like just you don't want it. It's gross. This is disgusting. It should have been literally anyone else. Um, the Bachelor. I don't even know who that is, but that should it should have been him um, or Richard Gere again. Why not? Or literally like the guy that works at the corner store. I don't care. This is not it. Carrie, did they get it right? Certainly not with anything about this presentation. I see why they chose him, but it seems like they're trying to make a narrative. Um, he, he apparently grossed a lot. He was the second highest grossing star of the year. Um, Who was number one? But no, I don't. Mel Gibson, which I think, unfortunately, would have made more sense to bring back. He knew what but... women want. Yeah. Hey, listen, honestly, good movie. It is. Kyle, did they get it right? I'll give it to him. Yeah, not a great photo, but I I, I remember this time in Ben Affleck. I mean, I think of that Daredevil, so that would have been... I don't think of it as a fall, right? It just is a time, so yeah, I give it to him. Tom, did they get it right? Uh, Despite the atrocity that is this cover, um, yeah, I mean, I like Ben. I think he's a good-looking fella, and, you know, Whatever, I don't know. I'm 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 running out of steam. Bella, take us into 2003. Oh boy, um, Oof. sexiest man alive, Johnny Depp, 
plus Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Russell Crowe, Nicholas Shea, Justin, and more. Now, what else is on the cover? Uh, let's see. Bachelor Bob and Estella tell all, quote, we want to make it last. Estella. That's taking up. Bachelor Bob. That sounds like a serial killer name. That's taking up a third of the cover. And also. Bachelor Bob, who picks up women and kills them before also, the wedding. Also on the cover, Michael Jackson, new sex scandal. Um, Don't get oh too no. excited because Michael Jackson's back. <laughs> well, much like Gumby. He's the Gumby of 2003. So 2003. Hide your kids. 2003, Depp getting it makes total sense if just for the fact that, like, when we've been talking about comeback narratives, there has, I, I think in Hollywood, there has rarely been a comeback narrative as unexpected and fascinating as movie star Johnny Depp hasn't really been a movie star for a long while. What's going to bring him back? Playing a weird, gross pirate in a Disney movie. There's well, see, no that's explanation. The thing, it's that, gross. See, gross. That, it, it's not even like... He was never a movie star is the thing. Like other than like Sleepy Hollow, he never made a movie that was really like a big money maker. He was always a weird indie guy. So this isn't so much a comeback narrative, more like a graduation mm, for him. Okay. This is him moving up to a next level. The level people always expected him to reach, but he wasn't making like Nick of Time or fucking that doofy Satan movie he did with Polanski in 99. Oh, 9th Gate. Ninth Gate, like he's making secret window, but, you know, and but but like his, but like well, that's after this, yeah. Um, but like his Burton movies weren't like smashes or anything. They didn't. They paled in comparison to the Batman movies, and especially you know they paled in comparison to Nightmare Before Christmas. This is more of a graduation for him. So you know, listen, say you know with the hindsight thing, listen, he was a good looking fella and he had a specific thing. This is a different flavor for people so far like very different he's he's got the skinny skeevy little boy like you know energy thing going on like hey you know your mom will tell it will warn you about me energy um which is you know great you know the i don't know the methadone users needed something to look at i guess i don't know um but you know i, I don't have a problem with it what the fuck am i talking this is my friday night i don't know i need a cigarette I, I just, I hate this cover. I think he... This cover is t- horrific. Yeah, and taking aside the weird Bachelor Bob situation, I hate the blue. Again, I'm sure that they've done a million market research studies as to why blue is the best color for these, but... And it's it just also looks- paired with a blue shirt again, making it yeah. more like he's coming at you again. It's such it, a weird choice. It also doesn't look like he's wearing that shirt. Like it still looks photoshopped. Like yeah. if you look at the sleeve and his wrist, I I also just think he's, especially in 2003, really attractive and you want to see him in some eyeliner. You want to see him wearing some makeup. You want to see him looking a little well, bit more well, you also You, you want to see him. It's weird. It almost feels like the way he's positioned and everything and how cropped this cover is by having to share real estate with and Bachelor Bob. <laughs> um, it's almost like you're not even seeing him. So it's weird to have Sexiest Man Alive and it's almost like he's peeking out behind the door being like, uh-huh, I'm coming for you. But I'm not coming just yet. Uh, Harry, did they get it right? With the choice, yes. Wait, what food is it? Well, that's going to be Bella. When we get to Bella, she'll tell Mm. us the food. Carrie, did they get it right? With the choice, yes. And this is the first one where I can relate to that. Maybe 2003 Carrie also thought that Johnny Depp was the sexiest man alive. Bella's completely 
completely right. He is like the edgier choice. You got to get him in some eyeliner. I prefer him that way. He would probably look a little less like, hoo-hoo, I'm here looking at you if he had some makeup on like that. Um, the cover is a travesty. It's just, oh, God. But um, the choice is, is correct. Bella, what food is Johnny Depp and did they get it right? I think they got it right. It was a horrific cover. It almost feels like they're ashamed of him by hiding him behind this like bright pink bachelor Bob thing. Um, and I mean, there's only one choice. He's rum. Duh. Um, but no, I, I think they got it right. Like, I just think this is a really bad cover. Kyle, did they get it right? Bad cover. Right guy. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah, it's, I mean, bad cover, but it's the right guy. And it's just, I think that's kind of like the running theme of all of this is just, they they need to hire a new fucking graphic designer. It, this is a, awful. Well, terrible. Uh, speaking of graphic design, uh, Tom, you uh, suggested that the cover featuring Bachelor Bob uh, gives you the vibes that they put a murderer on the cover. I have oh, God. great news for you. Bella, take us into 2004. Oh no. Oh god. Um People Magazine 2004 Sexiest Man Alive. Jude Law plus Usher, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt and Matthew Well, Fox. hang on, Bella, you're leaving one out. That's right. This is a magazine about showcasing sexy men. So this magazine makes sure you want to see three sexy men on the cover. Jude Law, Usher, and the guy who killed Lacey Peterson. That's right. Another thing featured on the cover of Sexiest Man Alive is in all caps, GUILTY, the Lacey verdict, how both families reacted. Plus, exclusive photos, Star Jones's fantasy wedding. If I am am any of the other people involved in this cover, I'm mad about this cover. Like, if I'm Star Jones, I am writing in and going, do not put me and my husband underneath Scott Peterson. Hell, I'd be mad if I was Scott Peterson. I should just have the cover myself. <laughs> but it is usually it's female killers yeah. or female sub stories. So it almost has this, I hope, unintended consequence of feeling like we know you think Scott Peterson is kind of hot. We're gonna put him on this right. cover. Now it's a little weird. No, I- this is giving me Christmas for some reason. I think it's the red. Yeah, and the yeah gold. they're. The red and the gold and like Jude Law. He's looking like a well, little it Christmas. Is, it is also the end of November, so technically this would be the Christmas issue, right? Yeah, Ish, or leading yeah, into it. So, um, in terms of what we were talking about, like the thing we said about Ben Affleck before is also true here. There's no arguing that Jude Law suffered from overexposure in 2004. Um, so much so that you'll all remember Chris Rock made a joke at the Oscars that year about how much Jude Law was everywhere. And then Sean Penn came out and made a very serious statement about Jude Law. Do you guys remember this? Chris Rock made a joke about like, because this was 2004 was like the year that Jude Law was in fucking everything, right? Like this is like Alfie Skycap. Like he's in every goddamn movie. Cold Mountain. Closer. I Heart Huckabee. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. And he's sexiest man alive. So like Ben Affleck, he's heavily oversaturated. So Chris Rock is making a joke at the Oscars, and it's just like, Jude Law? Who the hell's Jude Law? I've seen Jude Law everywhere. Some kind of bitch just riffing on Jude Law because he's like the celebrity du jour. And then later, Sean Penn has to present a category, and he gets up to the mic and just starts going, I just want to say, 
Jude Law is one of our finest actors we have working today. And he's just very seriously like, as though Sean Penn decided he needed to defend Jude Law. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm all in for Jude Law. I was, I was a fan of Jude Law back when this came out. Like, he was a guy I was interested in because I thought he was doing interesting shit, like The Aviator and all that. This was when I was starting to get into movies. Also, uh, he was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, very pale guy. So that was a lot for my self-esteem back in 2004, um, you know? So that was big for me. So I'm, I'm all in on Jude Law, but uh, does anybody have any further Jude Law thoughts? Or, or Scott Peterson thoughts, I guess. Because, again, he's not hot. It's so weird. It's such a pet cover. Bella, what food is Jude Law, and did they get it right? Man, he's... I, I hate to be a cliche, but he's obviously Grumpets. Yeah, I think he's hot. I like he kind of looks like an elf, but like I don't know, it's also giving me a little Mona Lisa anywhere I turn. His <laughs> eyes are following me, which is kind of creepy but also kind of hot. It's almost like he's an android designed specifically for sex. I mean, named, I wouldn't say no. Gigolo Joe. Anyway. His ears are weirdly pointy. It's really he's very impish. It's again an impish cover. Yeah. It's impish, but it, like I don't know. It's it's hot. Um, yeah. Why not? Carrie, did they get it right? I don't think so. I think this is the year you might give it to Leo if if you haven't yet. You know, he's he's off of Catch Me If You Can and The Aviator, and I feel like he's actually a man now, but he hasn't gotten into like the little face, big head thing yet. So I feel like this is a good time for him jude law just doesn't feel sexy he feels handsome in like a very hands-off cold kind of way but it doesn't give me sexy i guess kyle did they get and this never needs to be studied kyle did they get it right i would have picked usher tom did they get it right uh i don't know i don't think so i mean i guess yeah give it to leo this year i mean i i don't know i've I'm ambivalent on this one. I, I really don't have any too strong opinions about this one other than give Scott Peterson the whole cover. <laughs> Bella, take us into 2005. 2005. Yeah. Um, 20th anniversary celebration. Sexiest Man Alive, 2005. That's Matthew McConaughey. Hall. So, oh, that is, right. yeah, the plus Jake, Orlando, Kanye, George, and many more. Uh, the other story is, of course, Nicole Kidman engaged. And Oprah's best moments. Um, it's worth noting, by the way, for anybody uh, not sure, this is weirdly like not a good time for McConaughey. So it's surprising mm -hmm. he gets this. Like as Tom was talking about with like Affleck and like how close it is to his comeback. Like it was like 2012, 2013 that we started going, oh shit, McConaughey's got the juice again. So yeah, she's doing the rom coms yeah. at this point, and they're. They do go for that kind of like middle-aged yeah. mom demo with these picks. I mean, so it's funny because he doesn't have a movie in two thousand four. No, and like what? He's got Sahara. Sahara, yeah, Sahara and, and the money. Fool's Gold is what two thousand six. Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold is two thousand eight. Wow, is that late? Okay. Uh, no, two thousand five is Sahara and Two for the Money. Yeah. So he's two thousand four is nothing. Uh, and yeah, then this is kind of the year where it starts going sideways for him. This is, this is kind of sad in a way, this cover, because everybody else we've talked about, like whether it's Pitt, 
Clooney, whatever. We've talked about like they started as a pretty boy. Uh, Denzel too. They started as a pretty boy and had to earn getting taken seriously as an actor. McConaughey around this time and getting this cover, I think, is the opposite. He was a guy who started out doing like Dazed and Confused and Lone Star and A Time to Kill. Time to kill. Yeah, and now that he's Amasa. doing yeah, now that he's doing Sahara and Fool's Gold and shit and like. Um. Uh. Oh, why am I forgetting the rom com? Is it How to Lose a Guy? No, not How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Uh, is it How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? Two thousand three. Yeah. It's. It's. No. It's. Oh yeah. So he's doing. That. Also, he's in that wedding yeah. movie. He's Jayla. doing all the wedding planner. He's doing all of the yeah. rom coms. And to look at this cover in that context of that time, you're kind of like, oh, it's over. Like he's stopped doing interesting it's, things. It's very Ben. It's very yeah. Ben. It. It is very yeah. Ben. Yeah. This is like a. Almost like trying to make fetch happen, mm. where it's like well, uh, he started he's... out serious, and then people are like, "Oh, he's, he's pretty." Hot. Yeah, he's a pretty, pretty fellow. Let's get him into. And that worked against him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can't just as like an attractive man, you can't say like, "Oh, it's it's a bad choice." No, it's like it's a good choice. It's McConaughey. He's a good looking guy. It's probably the best he's looked was this era he's not the scrawny little boy he was in the 90s movies when he was doing interesting stuff and he's not the grizzled southern guy he becomes during the reconnaissance so i mean yeah like give it to him i guess but it is weird because it's not like he's making anything that people are talking about so carrie did they get it wrong or did they get it all right, all right, all right. Um, it feels like a very 2005 choice. Like, it's just kind of like, all right, okay, that was a year, you know? And, um, is it is it to my taste? Not necessarily, but I get it. Sure. Why not? Bella, what kind of food is Matthew McConaughey? I can't believe this has become the runner. What kind of food is Matthew McConaughey, and did they get it right? I'm still terrified by that weird Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> image. I'm going to find the Zodiac scary. Killer. Well, it's, <laughs> it's that, that's really funny. creepy. That's funny about Gyllenhaal because he's not really, like, the guy yet. This is, what, a year? Or is this the year of Brokeback? This is the year of Brokeback, 2005. So mm-hmm. this is the year, but, like, this is his he's kind of, like... Dunst, so he's in, like, that kind of paparazzi yeah. sphere. So like, but like that's him. Like this is his kind of coming out as like a serious. He's the other thing. side of the Matt coin. Like he is the pretty yeah. boy that's now being taken seriously. Yeah, definitely. So, so it's interesting that he's on there. Hello, what yeah, food? No. And did they get it right? Um, Brisket. I mean, he's he's giving close. He's giving very classic Americana. I would say he's like. I don't know ribs or a burger or something. Just uh, very. Oh, he's he's, very, he's some BBQ ribs, baby. Yeah, like it's just I don't know, just very Americana kind of. Uh, he's wearing a what looks like a denim shirt. Um, I I don't like this cover. I'm so tired of the blue. It looks like the cover of AARP magazine. <laughs> um, I just I don't think he's it. I mean, it shouldn't have been um george who i'm assuming is clooney um obviously not kanye Costanza. i mean i would have given <laughs> i would have given it to no, like Tom, it's george i think he's hot 
It's George. George. Oh, they finally got to George. It's the Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> they finally got a get... DVD of House. I would give it to Orlando. Like, Orlando's hot. Maybe I just like men that look like elves because they are elves. I don't know. He's, uh, I, w- I wouldn't go for him. Um, Kyle, did they get it right? No, Ewan McGregor's sporting his Revenge of the Sith goatee by now, so You're they made the so wrong right. choice. Uh, so Tom, right. did they get it right? Yeah, as much as it's weird that it's this weird part of his career, it's like he's I, he's a good looking guy, and he's got he's got a different energy. It's like I think that's what I'm you know like same thing with Depp. You're getting a different energy. He's got that Southern boy thing going on, so you know more power to him but it would have been funny if it was like they're in the killer joe era <laughs> and he's just holding a chicken wing <laughs> i do think we're going to be able to speed round through a couple more uh you know a little quicker because we're getting into the more modern era a little less confusion about the times uh yeah. bella take us into 2006 2006 sexiest man alive george clooney I will say I really don't like this cover because it looks like he died and this is just like his in memoriam. It does. It, it, right? It's so odd. It does. And I don't like the whole, oh, I, I'm like being charmingly disheveled thing. Um, oh, my ties, just, are, my ties I, loose and all that. No, I don't like it. You're rich, it feels man. like they should have, it feels like they should have like dates um, under his name. <laughs> it's throwing me off. But they also have Patrick, Brad, Matt, Jamie, and 199 more guys. A lot of guys. Jamie who? Uh, I guess Fox. Fox? Yeah, I guess, because he just won an Oscar, right? All right. Um, That's a lot of Matt Damon. Yeah. Brad. Like, what's with the weird... just having people's first names. Um, My favorite was when they they had everyone's full name except Justin. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Brit's divorce battle begins. That's the other notable thing. Brit's divorce battle begins, which ends fine and everything works out. Why does she she have the same haircut as the the new sick girl on Ahsoka? (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so Clooney's back, back again. It's 2006. He's about to win an Oscar for Syriana, or he already won an Oscar for Syriana. I don't remember exactly what year Syriana was, but this is like... He's, he's becoming director George. Yeah, serious actor George, director George, like established figure George. So he's a very different Clooney than the last time we saw him. Uh, just going to speed round it. Uh, Carrie, did they get it right? I guess. It's, you know, he's always going to be George Clooney. Bella, uh, you already said what kind of food he is, unless you have a changed opinion of that. And did they get it right? Yeah, I'm I'm Team George. I am not Team This Cover. Fuck this cover. He's not dead. He will never die. Kyle, did they get it right? Sure. Better repeat winner than Richard Gere. Tom, did they get it right? Uh, no. Should have given it to Jamie Foxx. You got uh, Collateral and Ray and Miami Vice in this era, and uh, Jamie Foxx and Miami Vice is like pretty much like kind of the definition of what you want from something like this. And fuck it, George is George is cooked at this point. Uh, so, Tom, one of your issues with this cover was um, you don't like guys doing like the disheveled look. Oh, so I I'm so sorry. Like again. I'm so sorry. Bella, take us to 2007. What the fuck this... is this? <laughs> this is my Nick Nolte cover, except it's not. Um... <laughs> People's Sexiest Man Alive no. for 2007. 
Matt Damon. No. Plus Patrick, Jake, Beckham, and 137 more hot guys. So they they went down a bit. Also, but hey, wait. Also, TV's Robin Roberts, My Cancer Battle. This is the second cancer blurb. Yep. Cancer and murder. Um, when are we going to get another woman on death row? What is the? What is the? I also love the formatting <laughs> just, here. Just get a woman crying that she's about to die. Patrick, meaning Patrick Dempsey, who's also featured in the cover. Jake, meaning Jake Gyllenhaal. But then they switched to last names for Becca. Well, I mean, who's David? <laughs> yes. Um. So Matt Damon gets the cover. Uh, this is a terrible look for Damon. Um, Horrible. They've got his hair looking this? like wet and messy, disheveled. Because I think the issue is, I'm going to say it. I think the issue is. Matt Damon. No one ever knows what to do with Matt Damon, right? No one knows. Should he be a movie star? Should he be a supporting player? Should he be an action star? And he's good at all of them to a degree. But I think the issue is, I think if you walk into a room and you say, is Matt Damon sexy without a picture or anything to a board of people, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, Matt Damon, he's a movie star. He's a good looking guy. And then when you go, all right, let's make him look sexy. No one knows what the fuck to do. There's, he's not sexy. Clearly. No, it's he's, it's he's he's like he's cute. If anything, he's yeah. not sexy. He has the pro- I mean, that's the joke in the o- that's the joke in the oceans movies. Is him popping up to yes. Clooney and Pitt and being like, "Hey, I'm just like you guys, right?" And they're like, "All right, all right, Kitty, calm down." You know. No, I don't. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Thomas. Thomas a- actually mad at this one. Uh, I, don't, I don't like this. So it's like, oh, oh, who's sexiest man alive? Oh, Jason Bourne. No. It's very weird because it just feels like a, it, this is. What if a spy doesn't fuck? Oh, okay, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take this tech, which is like, this feels like the moment where it turns. This feels like the moment where selecting sexiest man alive becomes more about who's got a movie coming out, who's got good PR, who's got whatever, than it becomes about selecting a sexy person. You know what I mean? Like every other one, at least like Jude Law, Brad Pitt. I mean, at Jude Law, uh, Ben Affleck, whatever. The ones we complained about, you can at least be like, well, people were talking about how hot they were. That was n- that was not Damon's blade. This is when it starts to become. Well, we got to get Damon this to establish him as a star. I don't know if it lasts. Um, Bella, what food is Matt Damon, and did they get it right? Um, cabbage. I don't think. See, cabbage can be good sometimes, though. But like, if you look at wet like, cabbage, you're just like, no. No, this is giving me, like, Marmite. Like, it's just, I guess some Marmite. people are really into it, but... Oh, gross. Um, no, no, they should have given it to one of the 137 other guys. And obviously this covers Uh, awesome. Carrie, did they get it right? No. Kyle, did they get it right? No. I was an apologist for Ben, and I'm an apologist for Matt. Absolutely. They they got it right. Tom, did they get it right? No! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so bad. Uh, all right. In that case, Bella, take us into 2008. People's Sexiest Man Alive, Hugh Jackman, plus 129 smoking hot guys, including Brad Pitt and Zac Efron, who may or may not be 12 in this film. And the other stories <laughs> on the cover, Jennifer on Angelina, John Mayer, and more. Exclusive, Governor's Call Girl tells her story. <laughs> and the CMA Awards, Country's Biggest Night. So It seems like the recession is even hitting the amount of hot guys. 
in 2008. Um, Hugh Jackman, who is hosting the Oscars this year, right? With 2008. Um, that's well, no, would it have been 2000? Well, I guess, yeah, yeah 2008, because that's the yeah. 2008's the year of Slumdog and Dark Knight, and he didn't see the reader. Um, he didn't see the reader. So, this is this is definitely again a like contrived thing in terms of like this is Hugh Jackman's moment, right? This is consciously like his team and whoever's like we're having a moment, but I, I would say, unlike Damon, like Hugh Jackman is. Yeah, deserving of the title. He certainly uh, was at this moment, you know, and I think has also, it's worth only aged tremendously. Um, Picture yeah. is weird. Just the styling of it. He looks kind of like a, like, I don't know, like his head looks so big and then he's got this big neck, but then his whole shirt blends into the background and it's, I don't know why they're so bad at these covers. This is like a thing. They know what's coming. He looks like he has a sty. He does. His eyes are fucked up. Yeah, one of his eyes is a lot smaller. It looks it looks comically smaller, so I don't think that's just the way his face looks. Did he have anything in 2008 besides the I was just I was just looking. I was just looking. It it's a weird point in his career cuz I feel like we don't we don't talk about it a lot anymore, but there was a weird period after like X-Men 3 where he was kind of floundering. Yeah. Um, so Australia, like, right? yeah, Australia. this is the year of Australia, some movie called Deception. Sure, that exists. Um, and then he's about to roll right into X-Men Origins I was going to say, he's Wolverine. got X-Men Origins Wolverine in 2009. So that's... And then he's just like, then he kind of like takes a few years off into like real steel. Well, because he's, Jackman's thing has always been like, he's undeniably talented and he absolutely is undeniably a movie star. And well, nobody he just got knows locked into Wolverine. Him. But it's also that... Well, it's not even... I don't even know if it's nobody knows how to use him, because I think he's great in The Fountain, and I think he's amazing in The Prestige. It's just he got so locked into Wolverine that nobody could accept him as anything well, but, else. And then you got shit like Real Steel that just, like, it's fine, but it's... I, I just... he's he is, he is a movie star in the old-school mold. Old-school mold, where, like... you can And they didn't always make good decisions. Yeah, exactly. Um, their career choices. Uh, I mean, and say what we will about the movie, but he doesn't really do anything that's kind of like widely successful and critically acclaimed and all that until Les Miserables. Yeah, Les Miserables. You know, like, I mean, when we say movie star, like that's kind of the impressive thing is like, yeah, he gets the Oscar nomination for Les Miserables, but then think about the fact that like something like The Greatest Showman is reviled when it comes out, and that thing manages to become a hit sheerly on him. Just sheerly on him, and I guess also to a lesser extent, Zach Efron, who he shares the cover with here, because um, he's in that film too. That feels like sexiest boy yeah. alive. Like that feels even more than a Leo. Like he looks like yeah. a kid yeah. there. It feels yeah, it's very. Cre- it's, it's creepy. This is giving me like MySpace mm-hmm. era Zach Efron. Like it's yeah, it's that same like comb overy look. Zach Efron that. on this cover makes Kyle look like Sean Connery on his cover. That's how <laughs> youthful Zach Efron looks on this cover. Uh so Carrie, did they get it right? I'll give it to him, but I don't. I don't love the cover and the styling, and I just it it is so flummoxing that they're so bad at choosing the pictures. But yeah, sure. Bella, what food is Hugh Jackman, and did they get it right? 
I think they got it right. Um, he's, I don't know, he makes me feel safe. These, he has chicken tender energy. Like, you're always going to order it on the menu when you don't know what else you want. Like, With it's a, a good option. It's hard to it's, fuck up. Yeah, it's hard to fuck it up. Like, you could have fucking awful chicken tenders, but I mean, it's rare. Everyone kind of does it the same. Um, anyway, he's the chicken tender of men, which is not a good or bad thing. So, yeah, I think they got it right. Kyle, did they get it right? Yeah, you can't fuck up a chicken tender, but you can fuck up a photo of a chicken tender, so. That's fair. That's fair. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah, Hugh Jackman, good-looking fella, nice grizzled uh, Australian guy. First one since Mel. First Australian. Hey, they got a little... Hopefully he doesn't have any opinions about the Holocaust. Uh, And you're right, Tom. The great thing about Hugh Jackman is he's unproblematic. Bella, take us into 2009. (laughs) He looks so much worse. <laughs> this is awful. 2009, People's Sexiest Man Alive, plus Best Chess Vampires to Die For, Ryan and Brad, and also 110 of the Hottest Guys on the Planet. Also. 2009, Johnny Depp. And also, Taylor's Big Night, and a line that, you know, Kara, you said Gumby's back sounded like a threat. Sarah Palin <laughs> reloading. Oh, that is a threat, that I is- think. I mean, that picture's a threat. The blue background and the blue shirt, again. I hate this this cover. How does he look so much worse in six years? He doesn't. It's the cover. No, but he He does look worse. I think he he absolutely looks This is when he's in his, he's starting to get that alcoholic look where he's bloated. Yeah. Um, But here's the weird thing. So on the cover, we've got the big cover picture of Depp. They've also got a picture of Sarah Palin. They've also got a picture of Taylor Swift picture of uh robert pattinson and a picture of ryan reynolds and every single picture is terrible everyone looks like shit in these pictures yeah i mean i would i would say ryan reynolds looks fine but i mean robert pattinson is is very i mean this is straight off of twilight so he he looks like they should have just given it to him they never really do the zeitgeist well they're always like a year off. Well, when they do, it's Jude Law or it's Ben Affleck, where it's like, well, but then they get or oversaturated, you know? How yeah. much worse would Pattinson's career have been if he had gotten Sexiest Man Alive now? That's true. You know, if you gave it to him um, like post Tenet or post Batman, then people would get, you know, wouldn't hurt as much. But, um, yeah, this is bad. This is a bad call, uh, I think. I'm not trying to weigh in too much, but. Like well, two thousand nine, like Deb. Beginning. This is the beginning of the end for him. He's about to do Alice in Wonderland, right? He just did Public Enemies. Yeah, public. Well, that's the big thing. I think this reeks of everybody thinking Public Enemies was going to be what got him his Oscar. Because two thousand eight, two thousand nine is around the time everybody's going. Look, he's gonna get it eventually. As opposed to now, where we're going. Well, that'll never happen. Uh, that was yeah. the time. Um. This is just. I mean, because he, he, people probably expected him to get something for Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah. But and then 2008, he doesn't have anything. He fills in for Heath Ledger in Imaginarium yeah. with Doctor Parnassus. But public, yeah, Public Enemies is a big thing. Um, but this really does feel like kind of the beginning of the end for him. He started falling into the hat acting thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, Alice in Wonderland's the next year, and he really it. 
there's nothing after this. It's like he just completely falls off. It just... Like Public Enemies has its defenders, and I don't really completely dislike it, but that's like the last time you could even make an argument for Johnny Depp. This this just feels like it has the energy, like the second time they do Richard Gere to me, of like, I don't know, we can't really decide. There's nobody that exciting, so let's just pick him. Um, Carrie, did they get it right? Mm, no. Bella, do yeah. you have a change of food choice, and did they get it right? No, I mean, no change of food choice, and also no change of, no, yeah, he, he sucks. I forgot what I was going to say, because he just- It's a, it's a bad choice. Sucks. Kyle, did they get it right? Yeah. Nope, not this time, not this year. Tom, did they get it right? It would be amazing no, if he, he said he, yes. No, he looks like shit, and, I mean, you got Ryan Reynolds on the cover there, and- that fucker has an age, hmm. so like you could put put him in any year. So yeah, that just insanity. You think they could put also? You think they could put Ryan Reynolds in any year? Is he going to be next? Bella, year? take us to twenty ten. Twenty ten people's sexiest man alive plus twenty five <laughs> years of sexy. Ryan Reynolds with a other, better picture of Depp. Who are the other two options on the cover? These covers suck. Johnny Depp. I forget the other guy's And it's Conan O'Brien <laughs> rocking his beard from when oh he God. is, I guess, about to be kicked off the Tonight Show. No, he's he's been kicked he's off. Been this kicked is off. when he grew right. the beard for the comedy for the, for tour. For the not legally allowed to be funny tour. Yes. Yes. This is an awful picture of Ryan, though. But, but a better picture of Depp. It's a much better picture of Depp. I just, Ryan is so conventionally attractive and he looks hot in this photo but this is just an awful photo of him this is and this is post-proposal gosling this isn't that interesting post-proposal post x-men origins god reynolds yes of course um post-proposal uh reynolds where like it feel it felt like he'd been floundering around in hollywood for a while and after that after proposal all they were like oh can we do something with him like is there can we make this work so you know, I mean, Carrie, you were talking about wanting somebody current. I think this is a pretty current choice. You know, yes. again, the cover is hideous, but you're they nailed it. Lantern. Yep, yep. So, uh, Bella, what kind of food is Ryan Reynolds, and did they get it right? I think they got it right. He's hot. Um, this cover might not be it. I would say, I don't know. He's giving me mac and cheese energy, like. <laughs> I don't, like in a good way i like mac and cheese you can't really go wrong with mac and cheese i feel like he's so unproblematic that you can ask anyone whether like they find him attractive and there's really no wrong answer and everyone likes mac and cheese and everyone kind of likes ryan reynolds so sure although he drives people fucking crazy for some reason well because he does a lot of like weird quirky shit like he has his maximum effort streaming channel where he runs like old eighties shows, like he just bought the rights to reboot a certain eighties sitcom with a puppet. Um, I'm forgetting the title now. Does anybody know? He did. You I, can look this up. He bought Carrie, the rights. Do you think he? All right. What do you think, Carrie? Did they get enough of this? Carrie, outfit. did they get it right? And if you remember the name of that show, it would be helpful. Uh, good pick. Bad cover. Al. No, I was thinking of Mr. Belvedere. Kyle, did they get it right? Um, yeah, he looks like the type of guy I would buy a phone plan from. <laughs> Tom, did they get it right? Yeah. I don't know. 
All right, uh, Bella, it's take us take us point. to twenty eleven. Um, one last note on Brian Reynolds. Uh, aviation gin sucks. I'm sorry. It tastes it tastes like piss. Um, People Magazine, twenty eleven, sexiest man alive, plus one hundred twenty three super hot guys we love. Uh, Bradley Cooper. And uh, additional options. Wow, Ryan, Brad, Kellen, Justin. Guess which one? <laughs> George, Zach, and more. It's like they knew. Also on the cover. Holy fuck, this is maybe the worst one. And we've had murderers on the cover. Oh my god. Also on the cover of Bradley Cooper's Sexiest Man Alive, Penn State, Pain and Betrayal, The Victims, The Accused, Will There Be Justice, Royal Drama, Kate Shines, Pippa Splits, J-Lo's New Man, He's 24. Holy fuck, no one should be happy with that cover. Like, especially, yeah. like, guys, I am so sorry. Like, I'm not trying to start age gap discourse here. If you're both consenting adults, that's fine. Do not point out the age gap between J-Lo and her new man right underneath Penn State pain and betrayal. Like, it's just, it's going to draw wrong parallels. Like, this is, mm-hmm. don't put Penn State on the fucking cover. Brad, Bradley Cooper is smiling Next to Penn State pain and betrayal. Will there what? be justice? <laughs> I'm Bradley Cooper. <laughs> okay, so also Ryan, I'm assuming Gosling because he's in the picture. Brad, mm-hmm. probably still Brad Pitt. Kellen is Kellen Lutz from Twilight? I guess so. Is it, is... What other Kellens are there? Yeah, I don't think there's any other that I. Justin, I mean, guess good which. Pull for remembering that guy. Tom, the only reason I remember it is because he did an episode of 30 Rock. Do you remember this? They had no. they had the the slobby guy named Lutz in their writers' room, and because Kellen Lutz's last name, they made it a plot point in the show that he is related to Lutz. Anyway, <laughs> no. Uh, Justin, guess which one? I guess is meant to be like Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber. George is no Justin Bieber's like four. No, two thousand eleven. No, he's just starting to pop. I don't know if he would have been legal. Yeah, I don't it know. Be weird if they had meant that. Well, but what maybe other, they what did. Other Justin, That's why they then? were so cheeky about it. Justin, give me another Justin. They're not talking uh, Guarini. Trudeau. <laughs> Honestly, a better pick. This has than this has the most here. late night zoomings off. Baldoni. Oh God. Um. So Bradley Cooper, he's coming off the Hangover movies. Like, this is like, can Bradley Cooper be a movie star? This is before. I think this is before his. This is before he gets any of his Oscar nominations because he's about to have that it's like before American Sniper. Well, not just American Sniper. This is he's about to have the Miracle Run, right? Because he gets. Well, yeah. So this is the year. 20- this is, he just did the A Team. Yeah. So this is when they're still trying to make him a movie star. But then he has Silver Linings, right? Yeah. Silver he does, Linings. He does Limitless, Hangover yeah. Two, Silver uh, Place Beyond the Pines, yeah. Silver Linings Playbook, Hangover Three, American Hustle, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. American Sniper, Aloha. But but that's um, thing like Silver Linings. He gets an Oscar nomination. The next year he has American Hustle, second Oscar nomination, and then he has American Sniper. Like he racks up like he goes from being the Hangover guy to getting three Oscar nods in like a couple years. Um, my only issue here, I'm looking at Bradley Cooper here. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. The nose is throwing me off. That is, the shadow. No, I mean, it's a I, I just think he's got way too small a nose. I think <laughs> you ne- he needs 
a big He's a schnoz. schnoz to really but genuinely i think schnoz. it really does stand yeah, out does. weirdly on this cover because of the lighting he was playing the long maybe, game yeah maybe that's yeah. why literally maybe maybe <laughs> with maestro he's still fucked up by this cover and he's like you can't you can't have my nose in it that's why i didn't get a best director nom for star is born it's they saw my nose and it's just it's killing me I mean, I just, there is a plot point in that movie about Yes, Moses. that's true. I just hate that his entire head is taking up, like, most of the word people, so you can't really tell what it is. It's just P. It could, it could be short for State. <laughs> could be short for Penn no, State Magazine. No, we don't know. <laughs> I will say this. The thing that I find fascinating... The Penn State Penal Code? The thing I find fascinating <laughs> about this cover is that I feel like, if I remember correctly, when it came out, like Tom says, he had just done the A-Team, right? This is the guy who was in The Hangover in the A-Team, and, you know, some of us weirdos knew him from Wet Hot American Summer, but, like, when this came out in 2011, I I feel like the energy was kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, this guy might be a flash in the pan. And then immediately the next year, he establishes himself as like, no, 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 this guy's formidable. This guy's got to be around well, a Yeah, because he was even more than fucking Ryan Reynolds. He was just like the comedy guy. Yeah. Like, he was the bad guy in comedies after Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Then he was the dickhead in comedies after The Hangover. And it's like, oh, wait, is, is this, this guy's got talent? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, right. Bella, what food is Bradley Cooper and did they get it right? I mean, how can you have Ryan Gosling right next to him and be like, yeah, you know who's hotter? Bradley Cooper. So no, I don't think they got it right. But, and also this photo sucks. But um, I will say his food's like, a, I guess like a shrimp cocktail because you feel like you need to order it because it's kind of fancy, but it's just cold shrimp. Jesus. It's just cold shrimp. Oh my God. That's all it is. A brutal read, to be honest. Carrie, did they get it right? I think for them try trying to be in the zeitgeist, maybe, but no, Ryan Gosling's right there. Maybe he'll get it this year because of Barbie. But no. Kyle, they get it right. He's he's definitely getting it this year for Barbie, but yeah, no, he should have gotten it for this cover because like we're right there. The Could have just. Could have just, just could have just made the screen bigger, you know? Just just prop Bradley out. What are you doing? So yeah. Tom, did they get it right? Uh hot take, yeah. He's got uh, a more of a masculine energy than a lot of these fucking guys they pick. So he's, I like that they got like a burly kind of big dude. He's got uh, just needs a bigger schnoz. He's got what the kids call and I think, And I I just think honestly, I think Gosling kind of gets hotter like by the nice guys. He kinda he's still a good-looking dude, but I think he gets a little hotter as he gets older. I think he still needs to get a little more uh, seasoning in his uh, in his recipe before you can really Bell- put him in the, on the magazine. Bella, take us to 2012. 2012, people's sexiest man alive is the charming and chiseled Channing Tatum. Plus, Affleck, Beckham, Gosling, and more. We've got him shirtless, mustached and with their dogs and also 186 men we love i i know this is oh uh i know this is a uh you know uh, it, it's always objectifying but framing it as we've got them shirtless is just it makes it a little weirder <laughs> mustached yeah. but um, no, I, I, i'm in it man I mean, it's, it's an 
a drastic increase. Uh, the women inside the Petraeus scandal also makes the cover. And Split, <laughs> Justin and Selena, OMG, they're totally over. Uh, now, I know, Carrie, you said you're running out of time. Uh, so I do want to uh, try and speed round a little bit on this one. And just real quick, uh, Channing Tatum, Carrie, did they get it right or no? He's just not for me. I think he looks like a foot. I get it. Why? He's the Patrick Swayze pick, but no, not for me. Bella, what food is Channing Tatum and did they get it right? Um, He's a burger. I know I think I said someone else is a burger, but also he's a burger. I think they got it right. I also really like this cover. I think this is how you do a Sexiest Man Alive cover. Kyle, did they get it right? Zeitgeist, yay, man, nay. Tom, did they get it right? I guess so. I mean, I know people think he's hot. I don't really get it. He seems like the kind of guy you don't take a drink from at a bar because um, it's roofied. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess fine. Whatever. Who cares? Next one. All right. Uh, Carrie did have to leave us because we thought this was going to only take like, what, an hour and a half, two hours. But it turns out we have a lot to say about these. Thankfully, uh, Bella's still here. Tom's still here begrudgingly. And Kyle is still here. I'm and so we're talking tired. about a very chill, not at all controversial choice. Um, let's round out the last decade of covers. Bella, take us to 2013. People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2013. The cool, confident, and seductive Adam Levine for some reason. Plus, Timberlake, Hemsworth, Jackman, and 119 Gorgeous Men We Love. So, uh, Adam Levine, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the weirdest choice they've made for this entire run that we've been doing this. I don't know why this happened then. I don't know how. I don't know how he kind of emerged post-Maroon 5 in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Tom, what are you... To, I was trying to figure out what he's photographed against, because I'm like, it looks like he's just in like a bottle of milk or something, but no, I think he's on a hammock. Tom, what are your thoughts on Adam Levine on this cover and in general? Uh, don't like him. Don't like it. He looks like he's sticky. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I, I mean, I don't know. He looks like a fucking lacrosse player, which is, if you know me, that's like the worst thing I can say about someone. Um, yeah, it's just no, a dumb bed. It's also what they keep trying to make Timberlake happen. It's weird. Yeah. Well, the other one that throws me off here is like, this is like DiCaprio's Oscar year for Revenant, isn't it? Or if not, he's just coming off. No, it's he's just coming off of like Wolf of Wall Street and shit. Like if there was ever a year to give it to him, this was the year. And instead they well, went well, with the front man for Maroon 5. Well, the first time got, they've done a musician, I think. But also like you got fucking Hemsworth there. You got yeah. four. Like yeah. right after the Avengers. Like, yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what they're doing. They're it's such smoking. A, Weird fucking choice. Bella, what food is Adam Levine, and did they get it right? Unless you have further Adam Levine thoughts you want to throw out. No, well, like I said, milk, but like the old kind that's been in the fridge for too long and it's kind of chunky. Um, Yeah, no, not a good choice. Tom, did they get... Oh, Kyle, did they get it right? Nope. Seven or eight years too late. Tom, did they get it right? No. Bella, take us to 2014. 2014. Um, sexiest man alive plus 208. Oh, we passed the 200 mark. Gorgeous guys. Chris Options Hemsworth. they give us include uh, Chris Hemsworth's Sexiest Man Alive, 
options they give us, Idris Elba and Chris Pratt are also included. Uh, doing Chris Pratt, any favors? Double issue, hashtag sexiest man alive, and also the inspiring life and brave final days of DM Brown. Sure, uh, so and also, with- awesome Aussie, the stunning superhero and father of three, is funny, sweet, and surprisingly down to earth. So, Chris Hemsworth, um, respectable choice, even though, like, by now we know they haven't quite figured out what to do with him beyond Avengers. But, like, this is what, Black Hats, like, this year or the next year, Tom? Next Something year, like I believe. Black Hats, the next year. Um, they're definitely trying to make him happen, and he hasn't. Uh, yet made a television show for Disney Plus that gives me an existential crisis. So, you know, still a good time for Hemsworth. But they also, I don't think, have figured out comedy Hemsworth yet, which is what I think is going to really give him a second life as an actor. No, it's not until uh, Taika takes over and gives him that new... And then, well, he does Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. And then uh, he does Ragnarok is really the moment where they kind of figure out uh, the... That he make him charismatic, even if it's not always like comedy. You got to give him like some charisma and let him be charming. Um, so yeah, good pick, good choice. Uh, not the worst cover in the world. You know those those blue eyes. You know they're you know doing some business. So yeah, it's job. still a blue background like Bella Dreads, but I think it's working here because it's like a bluish gray. Yeah, it looks like he's on a beach somewhere. Uh, so Bella, what food is Chris Hemsworth and did they get it right? I feel like he's, he's mashed potato <laughs> in a, in a good way. Like no one hates mashed potatoes, but also you don't really have mashed potatoes as a main food. You need to have it as a side to something better. He can't really be alone. Kyle, did they get it right? Without question. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah. All right. Uh, now, you said, Tom, this was an obvious choice, right? So we're about to get to a not obvious choice. Bella, take us to 2015. 2015, people's sexiest man alive is a romantic, a devoted dad, and he vacuums. Plus, the sexiest guys from all 50 states and more, the tough and tender David Beckham. What? Terror in Paris. <laughs> in people's <laughs> grand tradition, also on the cover is... Terror in Paris, Stories of Courage and Kindness, Angelina on Raising a Teen and Getting Older with Brad, well, uh-oh. Uh, and Charlie Sheen, his shocking news and what happens now. Yes, they give David Beckham the cover in 2015. They finally which, gave it to him after years of teasing. But like he's, here's the, I can see the plugs too. Like I can see the plugs in his hair. It's but he's vacuums. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, listen, there's no argument there. Um, he does vacuum, but it's just, it, I think this is interesting because in the same way that we are all running out of steam by this point in the evening, it feels like people is running out of steam sometimes. Adam Levine, David Beckham, there's an energy of just kind of like, ah, fuck it, I guess. And I promise you guys that is going to carry through with the next couple covers for sure. Uh, there's a real energy of like, I guess this now, um, but David Beckham, it's a weird choice because I don't know what he has going on at this point. Um, I'm also fascinated to see the sexiest guys from all 50 states because, like, what's Minnesota's? What's Delaware's? Who are they? Wyoming. Right? Kyle, who is the Alaska. sexiest man from Michigan? Um, 
I don't know. I think it depends who you ask generationally, right? I mean, we've got Bob Seger. I feel like that's like an old school Bob Seger type of guy. Yeah. Holy shit, Bob Seger. It was a Hollywood night. <laughs> yeah, working on right. those night moves, you know? Um, yeah, man. Apparently, it was... I, I just looked up the 2015 story, and it's Meet the Sexiest Tinder Men from All 50 States. So... And they don't have pictures for all of them, which feels kind of like a cop-out. Yeah. Um, so Beckham, I'm going to say my thought on Beckham is just like, it makes sense. And it's not like there was ever like a perfect year to do it. But it's also like this feels, this feels like they just were like, well, we, ha- we should have done it before and we don't have anybody else. So it's a weird choice. But it's not, we- like David Beckham is not an unsexy person. It's just like, why 2015? I, that's such did a he weird just time. did he just move to the states then? Maybe, maybe that's it. And I got no beef with David Beckham. I don't think it's a bad choice. I'm just confused by the year. Uh, Bella, what food is David Beckham, and did they get it right? He's beef Wellington. I don't know. I look at him and I think of Gordon Ramsay, maybe because they're from the same place. And they both um, soccer. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, and both possibly have plugs in their hair. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a weird choice, but like he's hot. He's Sure, why not? Kyle, did they get it right? Not my vibe. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah, sure, who cares? I I, I don't know, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you, no, you... so Tom, you're saying you don't have any strong opinions on this choice, right? No, I don't care. <laughs> Bella, take us to 2016. 2016, people's sexiest man alive is sweet, smart, and sculpted. Sexiest man alive, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, Dwayne managed to get a cover with zero murders mentioned on it, so he's got that going for him. God, his PR people must be real good. Tom. Or maybe no one was getting murdered. How are we feeling? Yeah, no, Bella, you're right. 2016 was a very (laughs) chill time for this country. Yep. Uh, Tom, I really, I desperately want your take on this period of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm, you know, he's big, he's popular, people like him, whatever. But was he uh, in 2016? Yeah, I mean, like, that's what was he? Because this was after the. He's, he's already in the fast movies. I mean, Moana's this year. Oh, yeah, this is the year of Moana. So I guess. I mean, he's, he's big. It's, you know, he's, he hasn't diluted his brand yet. By making abject dog shit every fucking two or three months. Um, is this when Young know, Rock starts? We... Or no, that's no, late. Young Rock starts like 2020. Wow. Um, okay. But he just, he he never screams sex appeal. He's maybe the least sex appeal blockbuster star to ever live. I don't like, he never kisses women or has sex, like sex scenes or anything. Well, he, does he in he... Ballers? I, I don't know. I'm not Elizabeth Warren. I don't watch Ballers. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't look like a human. There was a time when he was funny. It's weird that when he was a wrestler, he looks more like a human being than he does now. He looks like a fucking someone just carved a giant slab of marble. He he doesn't look real. It's weird. But whatever. I don't care. Great, Dwayne. You got your. You got you. People think you're beautiful. Good for you, man. Make a good movie again. Like do something. Bella, what food is Dwayne the Rock Johnson? And did they get it right? Um, I don't know. He's a protein shake. Um, I sure he's he's not offensive. Why not? 
Kyle, did they get it right? No. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Bella, take us to 2017. We are in the uh, the last stretch the here. Fuck? Twenty seventeen people sexiest man alive. It's the voice star getting very personal. Blake Sheldon. I mean, talk about the biggest cover failure of all time. Trying to make this fucking mope look sexy, and he just looks like God, just the biggest fucking herb in the world. He's doing the Ron DeSantis smile, which is very disarming. It's like he doesn't fully know what smile to do here. Uh, Gwen and I couldn't be more different, but nothing's ever worked better, says Blake on the cover. Yeah, she's hot. He's not. There you go. Great. Awesome. It's the hottie and the naughty. Like, like, what are we even doing? It does feel like this was a conscious effort to kind of be, I don't want to just make it like, oh, a conservative man, because I don't think it's just that. But it does feel like a very conscious effort to showcase a very different kind of guy energy, you know, like a very like when people were using the term dad bod kind of energy, you know what I mean? Not saying he, he has that. He's in Yeah. Or, he's you know. giving me like, he is an alien that was never taught how to like have human like reactions and expressions. So someone is telling him to smile and he doesn't know what a smile is. And they're trying to show him what a smile is. Like it's not really quite reaching his eyes. It looks like a little forced. It's yeah, it's, just, it's not a good photo. It's not a good pick. It's just bad. So, Bella, what food is Blake Shelton and did they get it right? Um, cat food, but like the really bad kind. Um, no. Kyle, did they get it right? No. Tom, did they get it right? No. Take us to 2018, <laughs> Bella. Finally, 2018's people sexiest man alive. The amazing rise of the sweet, smoldering superstar, Idris Elba. Also, 179 Men We Love. Also, what is it with them in alliteration with the letter S? Tom, you were just talking about with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, your feelings of like, come on, dude, just make a good movie again. Um, Idris Elba's on the cover. How are we feeling about that? Uh, Well, uh, I don't know. He makes almost exclusively dog shit, but then every like five years he does something good to justify our fandom of him which is interesting i mean listen whatever he's a good looking guy he's still a good looking guy he was a sexy genie he yeah he was very sexy genie Um, three thousand years along yes uh he's he's aging very well you know i won't hold that he's british against him (laughs) uh it was a betrayal when i found out he wasn't from baltimore (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. It's a good choice. You know, he made the Dark Tower, what, this year or the year before that? So fuck him for that, but whatever. You know. Yeah, that was the choice. thing. Like, it does feel like that peak of we can make this guy work as a movie star, right? Yeah. Even though they he, really hadn't had any luck. He makes some real fucking bad choices. It's crazy how he just can almost never work. Uh fellow movies he chooses. Fella, do you have any Idris Elba thoughts? Hot. Or okay. Uh, so what kind of food is he and did they get it right? I mean, I think they got it right. I think it's a good cover. Like he's sexy, but very approachable, which I think they were trying to do with Blake Sheldon. And then that didn't quite work out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, Kyle, did they get it right? Best cover, best cover, best man. Wow. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, Tom, did they get it right? Yeah. Okay. Bella, take us to 2019. What? <laughs> 2019's People's Sexiest Man Alive, a good guy that got it all, John Legend. No. So this is John- not a. Uh, I get what they're trying to do, but I feel like they would have been better off doing it with like Channing Tatum or someone that's like overtly very sexy. Yeah. I'm not buying guy coming out of a pool half shirtless with fuck me eyes, John Legend. No, he should be in a suit. Like, the way you make John Legend sexy is the way that you make, like, a Dean Martin crooner sexy, right? Like, he should be polished, he should be, you know, he should have a glass of scotch in his hand, you know, welcoming you into his home. (laughs) Oh, wow. You're really just going, Tom, you're not a John Legend guy? No. EGOT winner John Legend? No. We're just ordinary people? I, I think, like, this is, I would argue fine you could have him on the cover just this is not the way to go for that photo like yeah you're right get him get him behind a piano get him just in a suit get him doing anything outside of this like weird fake sexy because it's not sexy it's just coming out forced also this is i I, we didn't remark on it with idris l but you but you you remember how tom you were saying uh you were making the joke when they put michael jordan in a small box, you went, oh, people finally realize black people exist. Um, the first black man to grace the cover of People magazine, or even just non-white in general, was Denzel Washington. Uh, then we go all the way to, it takes until The Rock in in 2016. And then Idris Elba and now John Legend. So just showing where People magazine's head is at. Uh Listen, I got no beef with John Legend. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, he was at Disneyland when I was. Uh, but yeah, this cover is a, a big mistake. Uh, Bella, what food is John Legend and did they get it right? Um, They got the, I guess, the right guy, but the wrong cover. I don't know. I, I personally just don't find him sexy. I think he's objectively attractive, but I don't know. This, this feels like they just didn't have anyone else available in the like week that they had to shoot him. And he was, he just happened to be around. That's the rest of this run. That's unfortunately. Um, but uh, so Kyle, did they get it right? Not my cup of tea. Uh, Tom, did they get it right? No. All right. Bella, take us to 2020. A great year. Everything was 2020. People's sexiest man alive is the dashing, driven, and daring Michael B. Jordan, plus 158 other guys who made 2020 bearable. <laughs> okay. Great. Good stuff. Uh, Michael B. Jordan thoughts. Where are we at? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty succinct. Yeah. Yes. Easy. So everybody's, yeah. everybody just says they got it right across the board. Yeah. No questions. Good Good All right. Good blah, blah, blah. Next one. All right, Bella, take us into 2020. Yeah, he looks... This is the best way to do a cover like this. Like, he looks sexy. He's leaning back. He looks casual. You kind of imagine just, like, walk... You know, you're walking over to him, and he's like, hey, I I got McDonald's for dinner. I don't know. He just looks really hot. Uh, Anyway. Tom, let me... Before we move to 2020, let me just ask you. Tom, when you watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, did you feel aroused in any way? No. Bella, take us to 2021. 
All right, 2021's uh, Sexiest Man Alive. Uh, Marvel of a man, you're welcome. Hashtag crush for life. Oh, yes, it is Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd as a promotion for Ghostbusters Afterlife. I don't know, whatever. He's a good-looking guy. Not sexy, though. More cute and charming and impish than sexy. I don't know. Whatever. So, <laughs> the listener know. must be my, listener must be wondering if Tom wants to leave. It's Nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> Bella, uh, what do you think about Paul Rudd? What are your thoughts? And Kyle, you too. What are your thoughts on Paul Rudd? No. No? Just you think they got it wrong? I think they got it wrong. And also, I just, I don't find him attractive. He looks like someone's uncle. Uh, uh, I don't know. I like, I think he's, a, he looks like a good guy, but he just looks so I'm sorry, Paul Rudd. Cobro. Kyle. I like, him. I like him just fine. So they got it right, you're saying? I mean, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head in 2021, so he's he's not a it's not a controversial pick. Tom, did they get it right? Uh no. Okay. Bella, let's round this out. We're getting to the last cover. Take us to 2022. 2022 people's sexiest man alive the universe has spoken oh hello chris evans what is with these oh yes and oh hellos the last two years that's a weird one it they they want to act like they're surprised i I guess guess. i don't know i don't like this cover i think chris evans is obviously very attractive but i think they were trying to make him look kind of rough around the edges and it just he looks like he needs a shower. Like he looks like he's covered in grease and like he's been doing like work under the hood of his car. I I, I don't know. It's not doing it. Well, they wanted to promote the gray man. (laughs) The most watched movie on Netflix. Why is his shirt so dirty? It's just, I get that there was no one else around, but like, come on. Tom thoughts on Chris Evans. Yeah. Good looking guy the better Marvel guy than Rudd, whatever, you know, it's good. It's Thoughts on the gray man. It doesn't exist. All right. So Bella, did they, well, last one, we skipped this for a bunch, but what food is Chris Evans and did they get it right? Um, I don't know. Chris Evans doesn't look like he eats because he has like zero body fat. Um, I th- I think they got it right because I think people really did want to get him on the cover. Um, yeah. And I remember people being really happy that he was on the cover. I just think this is a trash photo. Kyle, did they get it right? Agreed. It's right guy, wrong photo. Tom, did they get it right? Yeah. So that is the last cover that's out there. Uh, there were so many covers. We did not anticipate how long this would take. Uh, this was supposed to be a fun, light bonus episode, and this went longer than we have talked about any film in the history of this podcast. But before we go, and thank you all for listening to this bonus Labor Day endeavor, we'll be back with the National Film Registry. Quick speed round, 2023 Sexiest Man Alive. Starting with you, Bella. Who's getting it this year? I mean, I think it's going to go gosling because it has to they still haven't given it to him and i mean they're gonna push for him to get an oscar for barbie um he's hot i hope he gets it i have nothing bad to say about gosling kyle who's getting it this year gosling probably 
Tom, who's getting it this year? Gosling. I'm going to take the off-the-beaten-path choice. I'm thinking Adam Driver. He's got Ferrari out. He's going to be doing the promotional trail for it, and they might go with the offbeat choice. I'm thinking Adam Driver. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. If you have stuck around uh, for this very long examination of People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive uh, cover history, what will we... Uh, what? other uh, prestigious title will we be examining next labor day weekend next year i don't know all i know for a fact is it will have less recipients than this that's the one thing i can guarantee uh everybody else thank you well everybody thank you for sticking around we'll be back next week with more talk about the national film registry uh on behalf of our whole team here thank you guys happy well i guess we Labor Day has passed, but you know, enjoy the waning days of summer, and we will be back to uh, do the last couple episodes of season three of our show. I don't know what to round us out on. We'll, we'll have music fade again. It'll be fun. Good night and good luck. <laughs>